Kenya Morton let the players play their super broken sand homebrew race. So everybody got mad. They started brawling each other. You know, off the table was flipped. The bear ate somebody. It was a bad time. Sessions canceled. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mercy Glaxmas. Once again, coming at you. I, Matt, I'm gonna fucking strangle you. <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you. Are you saying that I can't what? play that really cool Quincy uh, race that I found on no. Homebrew D&D? No. The one that does 2d12 fucking force damage every time you take, you know, a 30-foot movement speed? No. Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, that's rude. I like how Matt is up here making things up. Alright, I have multiple <laughs> complaints here. First of all, it's yes, Percy sir. Glaxon. It's, it's not name. that hard. <laughs> Look at me. Second I'm of all, now. <laughs> these opening bits are <laughs> getting <name>. too long. <laughs> Stab it. No, no, that's that's the new bit. Just, we're just gonna it's make them funny. It's, it's, add on. It's, it's not funny. It's not funny to us. It's not. <laughs> I'm over here annoyed. It's mm. funny to me and Matt. That's all. <laughs> mm, I'm the no. Hey, I'm the third wheel. This no. Wait a minute. I'm Anyways. the other third of this scenario. <laughs> it doesn't matter that only your opinions. Anyways, uh, Look, when I'm you're, here when once you're hosting, again. Your opinion yep. matters. That's wow. not how this works. That's not how any of this uh, works. I'm here with uh, Josh. I am here. And Isaiah. I am also here. <laughs> here to make Josh angry, that is. <laughs> Everyone makes me angry. And uh, That's my secret cap. Not, not that... Uh, I guess if you couldn't tell from the opening uh, nonsense. Uh, uh, we're talking about races, racism. Or lineage. Or heritage. Or species. <laughs> Or wait, 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 we just gonna zoom by like, we, like he didn't just say what he just said. We just, we should not go stop this. this Matt, Matt, no, no, that's gonna be the, no, Matt that's the just completely I ignored me. That's crazy. No, I didn't, that's out of pocket. I didn't ignore you. I just was like, yes, because oh. <laughs> we're gonna be racist. Today. I just shout racism and Matt's just breezes by that statement. <laughs> that was great, Matt. I like, I like, that was very professional of you to just keep going. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. I try. That was. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, we're gonna be racist today, guys. All right, hold on. Yep. What word what, are we gonna who? use? Uh, I'm just gonna say race because it's easy. It's the shortest word. It's easy to say. All right, I, so Matt's know. a white supremacist, racist. Got sure. it. Sure. Isaiah, what word are we going with? I'm gonna flip flop. I know I am. So we'll find out. I'm gonna try to be like, you know, tactful and say lineage, but I know I'm gonna fuck it up. So then I'm at some well, point. Well, lineage isn't even the one people have been using. <laughs> Well, actually, so that's the one that Wizards is now trying to use for most of their new races coming forward, like after Morning Cans. No, multiverse. they swapped to species. Uh, well, for one D&D's nuts. Yeah, it's going to be species. But currently, like from Morning Cadence, it's now everything is lineage. Like if you look at all the, the the updated races from that book, they're all called lineage, like Kobold lineage, Furbolg lineage, no, uh, Eladrin isn't, lineage. In, isn't lineage replacing like sub race so that's what i thought it was i thought lineage was like the dampier and the reborn where it's like you're yeah. replacing your but now wizards just like no now we're calling all races lineage up oh, chuck testa actually we're calling them species in the next <laughs> edition but for now they're lineage and it's like pick up your make up your fucking mind <laughs> i'm not a hundred percent sure but i'm also not going to do the research right now uh, i've done let it be known however I think Ancestry is the best one. Ancestry is pretty good. I actually like um, I like I like Heritage, Heritage Pathfinder, and I guess well no Pathfinder uh, is Ancestry. 
I thought they used heritage. So Pathfinder ancestry is your like what species you are, and then heritage is the cultural background of said species. Oh, uh, okay. And I know um Daggerheart, they're also using the term heritage, but they're also kind of breaking it up as your heritage is your main race, and then I think what was it? It's uh your com- your ancestry and community is your sub race. Yeah, like culture or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I like I don't really have an opinion. I like ancestry. That one's although that one makes that sense. one is pretty. Yeah, I uh, I did like or I, I said it doesn't have an opinion. Actually, it's opinion. I like origin. Origin, but origin's pretty good too. Yeah. Origin. I think the only reason people don't like to use origin is because it's a little open ended. Like it's a little vague in terms of what it means specifically. I can see someone confusing it with like your background. Right. Like, it could kind of mean a background or. My, or, my, or or species is yeah or origin could imply origin could imply like where you're from but then that doesn't necessarily tell anything about the biology part of it so i do like it too i think the 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 missed opportunity right when they use species why didn't they just use genealogy that's that's doesn't that rolls up species already doesn't doesn't really roll off the tongue genealogy rolls off the tongue even less I need I my words so. I to think sound fancy, is like sir. A perfect sort of fantasy sounding, but like still trying to be scientific. Isaiah, everybody complained about species sounding too sci-fi. You don't think people are going to say genealogy sounds too sci-fi? It does. No, not at all. But like, I'm also I, I'm like complaining. I, <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think that's that one's too sci-fi, which is saying something. I don't know. I I'm definitely biased because of Fire Emblem genealogy of the Holy War, and I think it worked just fine there. So I don't see why it couldn't work across the board. Yeah, uses fires, fire and will mess his litmus test for all things. See, pretty much, it is a great fantasy. It's better than using fucking Tolkien. <laughs> what do you mean? Not better, you got it's, your it's humans more using and <laughs> your dwarves and your elves and your hobbits and. Uh, so you don't typically you don't have like you don't have fantasy races in Fire Emblem to be like your insert this thing here. You have the like beastkin, so you have like cat mm. people and dog people and bird people yeah. and. And I don't mean I pause because you might be like, oh, person with like dog ears. No, I mean, a person who turns to a whole ass dragon just as a thing that they can do. Like mm. a 60 like you, you tiny four foot nine young boy turns to a 60 foot like tall dragon. Nice. That's cool. And you got tall. You got a six foot five dude turn into a fucking bunny the size of a grizzly bear. Yeah. I think genealogy I- works and I'm going to. Stick with my bias on Fire Emblem. <laughs> you stick with your bias. Unusual. Ain't no way in hell people would accept that one. I mean, it's I, I think it's less science-y sounding than species. Because everyone no. said species sounded sounded way too like sci-fi. Sterile. I, sounds... Sci-fi, yes, but it just it was like a really like there was no. Yeah, it, just, it, it does sound kind of sterile, like no. For me, yeah. it's it, I I in it more towards like animals. Like you're talking about the species yes, of gene- things. Ge- talking- well, genealogy sounds like I'm a biologist studying, you know, the genealogy of how this animal evolved from this animal to become this thing. Like that's that makes well, me think so, of like actual science. It's it's I don't know. To me, it's, it's the like old worldies. It's something that Volo would say, and that's it. I can imagine Volo mm-hmm. being like, ah, yes. Well, your genealogy, your your part elf, part person, or not person, uh, part human. That sounded really bad. Mm. 
That's the first <laughs> racism of the day, baby. Let's go. That's the first Thanks. one of the day. Yeah, look, there's no way we're not going to get to this episode without doing a racism. Yeah, doing. Yeah, doing a very accidental racism. Um, Disclaimer, we are not actual racists. These are all imaginary fictional beings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are. Please like, don't actually cancel us. I know it's in the title. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I mean, drow are actually Australian, though. True, true, true. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, you come from London. Anyways. So, gentlemen, yeah, say, uh, I, like, yeah, obviously, oh. no drill disclaimer, but like anything we say in this episode is a joke. Canon used be, as a used joke. Canon, canon will be used against us in a court of law. Yeah, it canon yeah. will be, but you need to understand that it's a joke. It's meant as a joke. I'm not making any jokes. Oh, I'm going to be making plenty of jokes. I'm not making um, jokes. I'm so serious. <laughs> I, am, I, am, as I a, am an actual white supremacist. Oh, that's mm. unfortunate. Well, you're you're absolutely getting canceled. Get him. That's funny because you, yeah, uh, me. Hi, mixed race. Wave to the camera. What? Um, <laughs> you're not white. <laughs> oh, get him. No, I'm Puerto Rican. Thank you very much. Shit. <laughs> I didn't really. Never mind. I'm not going to take this joke farther. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. For the best. Uh, nope. Yeah. No. Nope, I'm going to drop it there. <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I'm going uh, to pull a mat, bury my head in the sand, say genealogy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so because most of the, this is going to be, I mean, we can kind of branch off into other like games and stuff because I am interested in seeing like, I know Pathfinder takes races and stuff and or ancestries and like you level up, you get different abilities, which is cool. But like, you know, just for context right now for 5e and then we can break off. Uh, what what do you guys, what's your favorite race? Like, what do you like? You know, what do you like about it? This is a boring question. Next question. Wow, wow, why are you so rude? Actually, anyways, Josh, <laughs> since you want to volunteer first, uh, uh -huh. um, quick thing, well, what, uh, what can the listeners do when uh, listening they can to this like podcast? or subscribe? Uh, fuck, <laughs> they can follow or subscribe on their podcast platform of choice, or share us with a friend. Hell yeah, brother! And on that note, uh, what's your favorite race, one. Josh? What do you What do you like? I don't have one. That's a lie. It's Goldbolt's. I was about to say. I was about to say. You <laughs> don't you dare bold face lie in the camera I like lied. that. You know I it's lied fucking gold. I was about to say. You know it's fucking gold. <laughs> I was. I. I genuinely for a minute was like, I don't have a favorite race, and then thought about it for another half a second and went, mm. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Oh, kobolds are good. What? And I will what, not extrapolate. What about no. Oh. You don't need Why it. Why not? They are just the best. I need no other explanation or justification. <clears throat> well, what what is it to you specifically? Like uh, that's Cold why I'm interested. They're in just yeah, cold ass. ass. <laughs> Look, Matt, they're just funny cheeks. little guys. They're just funny little dragon guys who have. Mm. They're just like little balls of razor blades with a Napoleon complex and a penchant for stealing things. And I don't know. <laughs> they're just they're just funny little dragon guys. I like dragons. It's funny when you make dragon little. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really have an answer why I like kobolds so much. I just do. No, it's all good. I just that's why I was just curious, like you know, because I don't. There's know. always like there's, a, there's gotta be some bottom the line reason of like why you. There's like probably a some deep seated childhood trauma related to it. Yeah, but I I can't think of anything right now. Oh, nothing, nothing like that. I mean, like you know, it could be like oh, I, no, like I mean, you said, I mean, you like dragons. You uh, like small dragon. It's funny. He's thinking about the time where a bunch of really tiny tiny lizard men beat him up when he was in school yeah and they disappeared into they they all jumped into a trench coat and disappeared into the yeah. night they stole confusing. my dog too it was crazy they did steal his dog <laughs> yeah you uh do you prefer the volo's guide to monsters kobolds or do you prefer the morton canaan multiverse kobolds i say both sure. <laughs> i just thought 
I just thought of <laughs> beating you up and trying to steal Abel, you know, the massive, massive giant zone, yeah. and then just jumping on his back and riding him away. They probably would, yeah, because he's probably, yeah, he, I mean, he's too heavy for them to pick up, so. Yeah, Fear our mighty war he's, he's also dog. a cage corso, so they're just going to jump on his back and go, yeah, away, and just going to run into the night. And then Abel would be like, I mean, okay, I, I guess. Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cobalt, uh, for for audience reference, I, yeah, I have a I have an Italian Mastiff. He's 120 pounds. He's he's a big boy. Cobalt mm. would have a very hard time scooping him up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I really love pack tactics, and I think Gravel Cower and Beg is hilarious and on brand. Mm-hmm. But I do like them getting the draconic abilities. And I do like that they get the craftiness ability uh, from uh, Mordekainen's Presents because it lets them choose Arcana, Investigation, Medicine, Sleight of Hand, or Survival as a proficiency. I think that is very fun because I do like the craftiness of kobolds. That is a part of it. I think it's very fun. They also have advantage on saving throws against the Frightened Condition, which I think is kind of interesting. Because, you know, they're mighty dragons. Um... Oh, I forgot about the Draconic Cry. As a bonus action, you let out a cry at your enemies within 10 feet of you. Until the start of your next turn, you and allies have advantage on attack rolls against any enemies who could hear you. You just trade a number of times you could... Pre- it's a grovel coward beg, but like... But better, actually. But better, I actually like yeah. that one better. All right, never mind. Yeah, actually, the Mordekainen ones are cooler. The yeah. only thing you're really missing out on is pack tactics, which... And superior dark vision, which so okay, I yeah. Save so that sunlight. For later. No, no. So they didn't get superior dark vision, but they did get sunlight sensitivity. Oh, they don't. Oh, they don't no. get superior well, dark vision. I'm they mixing never them did. up with. Yeah. But I. So I don't know, man. I I know that they took sunlight sensitivity away because it's kind of just, you know, a lot of people find it annoying. Yeah. I I don't know. I think you should have left it in there. Just. For the sake of the flavor, it yeah. is Same kind of annoying. Mimicry. Huh? Same thing mm-hmm. with Kenku and the mimicry. Yeah, it. like it, it can be oh, annoying. Is it not in the new version? No. Well, no. Th- their lore still talks about the mimicry thing, but it's not like in their race stat yeah. block thing. <clears throat> it, just, it just assumes that they've done that thing where they've spo- they've mimicked enough to where they can just speak normally. They uh, basically collected so much, yeah, so many voices they could just talk. Like, I get it. Look, the thing is again and i've said this a million times right it's a tabletop game we can just change the rules whenever the fuck we want and however the fuck we want so having things like sunlight sensitivity and the mimicry in there i think are fine because they just tell us about the flavor of the setting and if people are annoyed about it they can just ignore it like Mm -hmm. i don't think we gain anything by taking it away i think we only lose in this particular scenario so I'm a little annoyed, even though I'm literally saying like taking sunlight sensitivity was a direct buff to kobolds. And I'm saying, no, take the buff away. (laughs) Like It's not even about like it being good or bad. I just want that like interesting. It adds to the setting and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. I was annoyed about they did it with drow, too. I thought that was dumb, too. You know, granted, (laughs) I played a kobold in Descent into Avernus where uh, there was no sun. So, you know, wasn't really yeah. a concern. That's the thing everyone forgets. Where it's like most of the time you're going to be dungeon delve. Well, well, yeah, that's in the other most thing. campaigns. You dungeon delve 
Like, or at the very the least, outside. you go to places other than just the outside. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you like go into ruins you or you go field. into the deep, dark woods or, you, you know, there's lots of yeah. places where the sunlight thing would basically be ignored. You're inside all the time. You know, you're in like buildings, mm-hmm. you know, in the words of Matt Colville, it's called Dungeons and Dragons, not sunny fields and dragons. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm annoyed. About it. But uh, otherwise, yes, I actually uh, looking over it again because I haven't looked at it in a while. Mm-hmm. I do like the Morden Canaan presents kobolds better. I think yeah. there is more fun. I also like that they leaned into the dragon thing a little more. more yeah. The dragons. Yeah. The little dragons. You can't, you can't have all three of the, the kobold legacy things. You have to pick one of them. Kind of stinks. Right, right. I did forget about that. They're still fun, though. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I liked, I'd probably take the draconic sorcery one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Isaiah? What's your favorite race? What do you, what do you, what ruffles your jam? Isaiah's sort of Isaiah, caught between two. Isaiah's favorite race isn't playable. It's Knowles. <laughs> They're not my I mean, favorite, honestly, but I do I'm, love Knowles. I, I would love a playable Knoll race. I would too. They're just I giggly boys. I don't know how you would justify a playable Knoll race, but I do love the idea. So in... They, they um, literally have one in the DMG. There's... Well, I, it's... Is it in the DMG? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, strength well, plus two, int minus two, which... Oh, that's for food. building an NPC, though. That's not really like a... Look, 5e tool shows it in the races section for players. So, um, really? Like, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, them, it is basically a, the same uh, thing. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, they I have a bite, in... which is only a d4. It should be a d8, in my opinion. Um, okay. And then Rampage, which is one of my cool favorite yep. things, is if you drop a creature to zero hit points uh, with a melee attack, you can move. You can use your bonus, move up to half your speed, and bite somebody or attack them. Yeah, um, I think they were a race in older, like, Either fourth edition or third edition. I don't remember. Probably four. He had so much fucking Earthen. so many yeah. races. It's just I, uh, so many ancestries. I have a book from Keith Baker uh, on like an, an Eberron expansion for like if you want more Eberron shit, you know, five E and yeah. from the actual author. And he put playable knolls. Uh, well, because knolls are like dudes. They're like dudes, McGuys yeah. in Eberron, right? They're not like they're not like yeah, they're not explicitly like, evil demon dudes. Yeah, demon and monsters. now I think they're um because I think before that they were either humanoid or monstrosities in the older books. Now they're like I think they're demons in Morden Um, I don't know. It's- because it's like it does make sense to me because it's like on the one hand you're like oh fucking uh what's his face they are humanoid you know go they are humanoid null yeah so that's the monster manual humanoid null and then if you look at modern cayman it's oh never mind modern came they're monstrosities now that doesn't which that makes sense does it because monster yeah monstrosities are like you take a cr- another creature and you mutate it. You 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 watch the scene from Baldur's Gate where the knoll popped out of the hyena. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. That's kind of a monstrosity. That's not really humanoid. Sorta, of, but no, I always I mean, thought they, they should be fiends. Okay, okay, they hold could, on. I can see both. Well, like, okay, wait. Two things. Two things. <laughs> One, um, I always saw monstrosities as like evil science experiments. Both, yeah. So mm. I feel like monstrosity is a little weird, but. What if I told you they're all three? <laughs> it could be. So yeah, the, could, the yeah. default null in the monster manual is a humanoid parentheses null. The yeah. null fang of Yenigu is a fiend. The flind right. is a fiend. Mm-hmm. The null fleshnar, not gnar, 
is a monstrosity. The um. Null Hunter is a monstrosity. The Null Pack Lord is a humanoid. The Null Vampire is an undead. And the Null Witherling is an undead. So there's four different kinds of gnolls. <laughs> two of them are fiends. Two of them are monstrosities. And two of them are human. Humanoids. God damn it. Got me <laughs> up. That's a little confusing. I Yeah, I feel like yeah, maybe just yeah. pick one. Yeah. Uh, so my actual favorite race, or favorite yeah. races, two of them, uh, mm -hmm. are forest gnomes and changeling. Okay. Um, forest, forest gnomes? gnomes because yeah, yeah. So yeah, some, there's some one. lore about Isaiah. Isaiah mm -hmm. is very tall and very broad. Um, I'm sort of built like a tree trunk, you know. Uh, and I miss the days when I was a wee lad and I was really tiny and I had to look up at everything. I could climb all over all everything. Um, I just like playing small races because I'm a big dude, basically. Um, okay. While I could gravitate to like a again, Olafel, just like they're tiny and adorable. I love them. Potatoes. Hmm. Um, it's also really funny when a really small race is like a barbarian and you know they can True. fell a tree in one swipe and you're like how did so much meat get packed in such a tiny thing like yeah, uh it's like in 14 sprite. how the, the the gnome equivalent are the lalafell matt you don't know this but um mm. they're actually just crazy strong uh they they're very like, dense when, yeah they're very dense they throw each other into trees to get fruit yeah so, and they yeah, can jump they, about they, seven feet in the air. They live in what? tropical areas and they can't reach the fruit. So they throw each other fastball special style <laughs> to get the fruit. That's cool. Yeah. Right, yeah. They're a little dense. I believe that's also the justification for how they could be like warriors and shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. They just have such ridiculously dense muscle mass. Yeah. Uh, um, Lalafels. I love them. Lalafels are really funny because... Uh, anytime anybody looks up 14 and sees a picture of the Lalafell, they're like, this looks like a race of children. This is weird. And you're like, it is a little weird. But then you look up their lore and they're actually uh, wild little motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yes, they, they, they are. They, they are just prone to violence. They're just they're, ready to throw down. They're ready to throw down. Second. They all have Napoleon complexes. They're incredibly intelligent. They also are like ruthless business people, like just capitalist animals um, and down to fuck. <laughs> yeah, they nice. are. It, it's weird to say they are pound for pound the strongest and smartest race in 14. Yeah. And I really like pound for pound because, you know, most of them weigh sub 30 pounds, but considering that they can punch a hole in a man's chest. Yeah. Pound for pound. Ridiculously the, strong the, and the, smart. The 12 had to nerf them by making them smaller. Yes. <laughs> if they were the size of everyone else, they would be monsters. They're kind of weird. That being said, the bunny people are also uh, is like insanely strong. So, you know, a lot of weird, There's some, you know, there's some wackiness going on with the 14s. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bunny boy supremacy. Because they're small and adorable. Um, and pack a punch. And I like uh, changelings because they let me live out my truest. Um, I don't like labels. I can be whatever I want to be. <laughs> Fuck you. I do what I want. Uh, yeah. They also. So I don't remember which what lore this is, but changelings had a really cool lore at one point where changelings when they're born and when they're young don't know how to act 
Like, they don't know how to be people. They don't really have emotions. Uh So they mimic people, basically, right? They'll, like, if a person, if a dude is drunk at a bar, they'll change into that person and sort of throw shit around. And they don't really know why they're doing it. They just know that this this person was very, like, you know, they they could go, like, oh, that person is angry, but they don't really know what angry is like because they never felt it. They are literally blank slates when they're young. Mm -hmm. And it only takes, it, it gets to a point where they can sort of facsimile things based on their experiences, but it's never quite right. Like, they might get really mad on outwardly at like a minor thing because they're like, oh wait, I'm supposed to get really mad now. Or they like someone might tell a kind of funny joke and they'll bust out laughing. And it's never, it's like, it's not disgenuine, but it's not entirely genuine either. They're, they're amazingly off-putting. I yeah, mean, I don't... yes, if there was a group of people that could transform into anything they wanted and had, like, weird emotional detachment, would be very off-putting. Mm. And no one would trust anybody. Yeah, I don't remember if that's the Eberron one, because I know they, they added them into the Mordenkainen book as well. Um, I think they, I don't know if they just, they changed them in, in Mordenkainen there, and now they're, they're fey creatures. They are, yes. It, they are, yeah. It, so it makes sense that they're fey because you're going back to like the Gaelic idea of changelings, which are fairies, right? They're fey folk mm-hmm. from the forest that would like take your children and take the form of them and then they'd grow up like strange and do weird things. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. People were like annoyed about that. I, eh, like, I guess if you don't know the I don't know mythology, the the, the fairy tale stuff of changelings, they'd see that as kind of odd. Yeah, that's that's one thing. That's one of those things where I, I I'm I'm more annoyed at the person who didn't do the research than rather than the person who did. You know. Yeah. Then it also like, gets into why did the. You uh, it? It's like, they are. How do you know? It's like because I, I looked it up in a book. Yeah, but it also gets into that weird thing where it's like, you know, you have uh, certain races that are not humanoid. So it's like, oh, now this this one's a fae and this one's a monstrosity and this one's a, I don't know, undead, I'll just say. And it's like, oh, no, now all these spells won't work on them because they're not humanoids. Oh, what are you going to do about it? And it's like, it, you know, yeah. it's, it's not as annoying as certain some people make it out to be. At least, at least yeah. for me, like it's that, that seems like more of a player's issue where it's like, well, hey, guys, I have this healing spell. They'll heal all humanoids. Turns around the party full of non humanoids being the only humanoid. It's like, well, yes, yeah, I'm so cure wounding myself. Uh, so this is the problem, <laughs> right? This is the. They didn't add any. So there, there's no. There's no templates or specific rules for any individual species in the game, right? Yeah. So having player characters be anything other than humanoid adds a lot Mm -hmm. of funky, weird edge case scenarios because they didn't put any specific rules to the other monster or like to the other typings. Right. So they avoided it for a long time because you could be in a situation where, oh, if this character's counts as undead, yeah, you can't use healing word on them. Or if this character's a fae, 
then hold person doesn't work on them, you know, because they didn't take the time to add in any specialty rules. So they made everyone humanoid. But now they've seemed to have sort of just given up on that one and said, I don't know, figure it out. Yeah, I, and I remember one of the play tests. It's like when you pick a species or whatever, they're like, pick what type of creature are you? And it's like, the fuck? It's like, it, it's cool on one hand, because then you're like, oh, well, maybe if I pick, because uh, I, I don't remember there was a streamer that did this um, on a live play where they're like, I'm going to play a damp ear, but instead of like trying to eat like blood or drink blood, I'm going to try and like, you know, suck the like mind, you know, from people like a, like a mind flare. I'll be like half mind flare, half person. And I'll do the Baldur's Gate thing, you know, and it's like, oh, OK, that could be interesting. You have to go through several hoops, but they're they're not like difficult hoops. It's just, you know, it's more like on the, the, the player and the DM working creatively. Um, yeah. 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 But, um, I, it's it's or a, like no large races as well. That was like another that's big the same thing, thing the, like, right? They didn't really yeah. account. They didn't add any rules or special accounting for like size different stuff that much. So they didn't yeah. want to avoid the large race problem, especially because large races can cover more of the field and they have more reach and all these other weird yeah. issues come into play. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a funk. Yeah, it's a funky like. I get it, but it does kind of feel like you should have pre-planned for this edge case stuff a little bit. Probably, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I, so they, they kind of did, right? Um, because they had that, that UA that came out where you were like, you have two labels, right? Like you are this thing and humanoid. You are this thing and humanoid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right, but there's, again, there's no specialty rules for dual typing stuff either. It was just... I I think in that instance, there didn't necessarily need to be... Sorry, Matt. um, No, no, you're good. There didn't necessarily need to be because all they needed to do was say, no matter what you are, for the purposes of, like, these spells and whatnot, you are still human. And they could have ended there. But that rule doesn't exist. That's the problem. Well, that's what that's but that's what I'm saying is if you are both, then the GM looks and goes so like the player goes, well, I'm a fey dungeon master. I shouldn't be affected. And it's like, well, yes, but you are also a humanoid. You are still affected. Right. I think that's what they tried to do in the beginning. And then they're like, this is getting too complicated. Let's just stick with one word. And uh, it's up to the DM. They'll figure it out. Like, fuck them. <laughs> right. like, but, but the problem is the problem is that what you just said, Isaiah, is a, is essentially a specialty rule that doesn't exist in the game. Like, there's no paragraph anywhere in the book, as far as I'm aware, that says if something is dual type, it counts as both types or anything like there, there's no rule guidance on that, like dual typing scenario. So if they just let players be dual typing you what's going to happen is the player's going to be like I'm Faye you can't use hold person and the GM goes but you're also humanoid and they go yeah but I'm primarily Faye so I don't think hold person and now you get into this circular argument yeah. situation because they didn't make any specialty rules for it well so what I will say is that the game and I don't know where it's written but I know they say mm-hmm. it somewhere where specifics will beat generality right if it specifically calls out this thing, then that circumvents the generality. If you say, you know, 
they aren't affected by humanoids or by by humanoid pointing spells. And then if you say if you have humanoid on that list, and this thing affects humanoids on that list. That is a specific. It's going to overpower the generality. Right, but the game doesn't say that. I think it does. Is what I'm saying. Does I don't remember where, but I, you know that for a fact. It doesn't. It doesn't say anything about like if you are this and this. You know, one one overcomes the other, or anything like it has no. It, but what I'm what I'm saying is that it does not need to say that because it says somewhere else that if something is called out specifically, you take that over a general understanding. Right, but the thing that's called out specifically with like hold person is doesn't work on something that isn't a humanoid. So, so you can take if that something as, is a humanoid, but also not a humanoid at the same time, you could read that either direction. You could say, well, humanoids in there. So you're a humanoid or you could say, no, I'm two things. So I'm not a humanoid. You could you could argue both ways. Like there was a big discussion. The doesn't a while help you ago. There was a big discussion a while ago with like uh, when the reborn was coming out, or like if you wanted to play an undead character, and people were like, "Well, what if you're playing with a cleric and they turn undead?" It's like, how does that work when turn undead works for CR right. monsters? Exactly. What does the undead player in uh-huh. your game do? And it's like, I fuck if I know. Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. In that instance, because of what I'm saying, yeah, mm. you would be turned because you it, it specifically affects undead. You are a humanoid, but you are also undead and you are turned. And right. I don't necessarily but what think that's I'm, a bad thing. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, I think you could make an equally strong argument to say, no, my humanoidness overrides the fact that I have undead in there, so I'm not turned because I'm not pure undead. Like, I think you could argue equally on both sides. That's the problem. I, I because yeah, there's that. no specific rule that says how you should handle it, so you could argue in both directions. Well, so, mm-hmm. but it, it, like, this is what I'm saying. It does specifically say if a rule is specifically called out, take that over a generality. Turn undead in this instance specifically calls out and it turns things with, that are undead. You can mm. take to mean the undead tag. If they have the undead tag or, or racial trait, whatever you want to call it, they are turned. Mm. Now someone, yeah, sure, anyone anyone can argue that. If, of course you can argue it, but that doesn't change the fact that the game specifically states this thing you don't have to like it or agree with it, or you can argue other way, but it doesn't change the fact that that's what the game tells you. But then mm. you're also getting into the problem of the fact that the tag system for creature typing also doesn't really have any rules and isn't like unturn undead. Actually, uh, let me pull up the exact wording of turn undead. So a, the main thing with turn undead, unfortunately, here. works with. It works with CR over. That's that's like, the, that's the that's other problem, right? That's the other problem that you would have to deal with. But let's not even get into the CR part because that's a whole other thing. Yeah. At second level, you gain the ability to channel divine energy from your deity, using that energy to fuel magical effects. You start with two such effects: turn undead, an effect determined by your and an effect determined by your domain. Uh, some domains, blah 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 blah. Okay, turn undead. As an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, censoring the undead. Each undead that can hear or see you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. If a creature fails at saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. So it says each undead. It doesn't say a creature with the undead tag because there isn't really rules for the tag system. 
So because of 5e and its obsession with natural language, one person could read that and say, each undead, ah, well, you have undead on your character sheet, ergo, it affects you. But the other person could say, but I'm not actually an undead because I'm half and half. So it doesn't affect like there's just yeah, so you just I, can't saying, win because the game's not helping you out. Like the game's leaving you hanging here and you have to I, figure it out on a case by case basis. That's why they didn't so want to do it. I'm agreeing. Someone can argue it, but page six of the player's handbook says I know what's a specific, specific beach general. I don't think I don't think this is a specific beach general scenario. No, I think it, it, it literally is because it says that said many racial traits, class features, spells, magic items, monster abilities and other game elements. They specifically bring up racial traits, which you can take to be undead. Mm. Anything that has to do with racial stuff, you can. Well, no, it's not even sort of. It's oh, general. It is sort of it, though, it is, because no, the rate because the, it is a no, yes. It is because the creature tag system is not a game defined thing. This is why in Five E and its natural language bullshit sucks and annoys me because it's not well, like the, a game defined thing. So you well, could the monster, argue the natural language of it. Well, the monster tag thing is. Uh, it's just labeling. That's the only real thing. It's just labeling. Right, but the creatures. it's not. It's never called out in a ver in a in a mechanical fashion. Like no, damage types have a paragraph dedicated to them. Like this is what damage types are for. Creature types don't. They're just kind of. They're there. Well, they have like one, like one or two lines of like what type of creature is this? Gives an example, like you know. Aberrant creatures are from space, right, but or whatever. It's, and, it's yeah. like mostly just fluff information. Like it's not, it doesn't really help you out. My point, my point, the point I'm saying is, is that they avoided this problem specifically because no one's going to agree on it. And you could argue in both directions. And the game is not, the game did not set any ground rules from the get go, but they have now ignored that. Or, well, no, so that, but they basically they dropped the dual typing because they knew the arguing was going to be a problem. Is the the conclusion I'm coming to the thing yes, I'm I, getting. I, I, I agree that I, I don't disagree with what you're saying in that instance. Yes, I think they could have very easily just doubled down on what they said in the player's handbook and said anything that has to do with spells or abilities that affects at least one of your racial uh, types is what affects it. Right, but uh, this is a, they should have put annoying. it in like a Tasha's or something. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. This hey, is, don't forget to supersede the, you know, we're like, entirely, they, they should have. We're yeah. working off interpretation here, right? Like that's your interpretation of it, Isaiah. But not everyone's going to have the same interpretation, right? That's where we get into this whole rules as intended situation. <laughs> you know, like. I, which, yes, I understand. But it's, it, 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 I think it's quite difficult to misinterpret the way that they way that they worded that thing at the beginning uh, I can't speak. at the start of the player's handbook mm. I find that quite difficult to misinterpret you can choose not to want to interpret it that way surely you can be like well I just disagree so that's not how I read it but mm. it's pretty clear it even yeah. says exception to the rules are often minor for instance many adventurers don't have proficiency with longos but every wood elf does because of a racial trait that trait uh, creates a minor exception in the game. They specifically call out stuff like this. I mean, yeah, yeah but it's not. But it's not a template. I don't I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think it needs to be. I, genuinely, I, I don't think it needs to. be. 
I don't think the interpretation is as cut and dry as you're putting it. I think more more players probably need to go. More players need to go back and reread the player's handbook and or Wizards of the Coast probably should have put a, you know, if something to deal with this, like something well, to at least yeah, remind you people need to like, have, hey, if, you can like healing spells will work on a construct player. Uh, turn undead won't affect your undead no, 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 player. No, no. Like, no, no. <laughs> what you need to have is if you're going to give player characters different creature typings, what you need to have is a template system that that specifically says what it means to be a part of that creature type. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Like it could just like you just need a little section that's like here's all the creature types. You know, construct. If you're a construct, you cannot be healed by magical means. And you do not like like basically what I'm saying is there should be a section of the book that says here's what being of these different creature types mean. And then on your character Little sheet effects. yeah like a list of effects for example undead can't be healed don't need uh don't need to eat drink or sleep and what's the other one that all like the undead stat blocks that there's one other one i can't think of um, uh poison immunity maybe or something. yeah whatever yeah. it should be a little template and then when you're going through your character creation and you pick the damn peer and it says you are undead see the undead template for what that means and you look mm. at it and go, these are the specifics of what it means. Then you won't have any ambiguity issues because as it is be, right now, you have ambiguity issues. That'd be cool. That's why they didn't want to do it. But again, all I, I say they didn't want to do it, but now they are doing it. So I guess they said, fuck it. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, so like there's the uh, the auto gnome in Spelljammer and they literally have a thing where it's like you can be healed by so, magic, even though you're a construct. And it's like, what the fuck? Right. So that's the other thing. <laughs> if you had a template, you wouldn't need that like specific little thing to be like, uh, actually, um, this instead of like, you wouldn't need it there. Or you could put it there if you wanted to put but it. But I like, think the the player's handbook thing is it is way easier. Is a way easier option that again maybe because it's to some the 2014 degree. player handbook. Like people forget they don't read the you know whatever. whatever I don't think it has reason. anything to do with not reading. I think it's it's this natural language bullshit that makes things amb ambiguous. It always has. It's always been a frustration, but I, they I committed to that bit. Making it out genuinely. I mean, you yeah. could say it, you could say that, but I see people argue constantly about what the natural language means. I've seen, I mean, Jesus Christ, we ourselves have disagreed with Jawcraw's fucking interpretation of the, the natural language of it. Like, yeah, well, that's just because he's a big nerd. No, okay. <laughs> but that's part of the problem. <laughs> like, like, I know we've definitely disagreed. That's where but it I, stems I don't think from. It's something that needs like a total overhaul. I'm not like, saying a total overhaul would be cool. I'm not but, like it's whoa, not necessary. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But a total like, the template overhaul thing, of what? Well, the template thing you're mentioning, like it would be cool if they did that. Well, that would but be an I'm addition. Kinda, it wouldn't be an overhaul. It would just well, be you know I mean. a little extra specified information for creature types. That's right. all when I say overall, I'm not, I meant like a shift from natural language. I don't necessarily think true. Mean. Oh, I do think there should be a. Sh I think this natural language bullshit is dumb, and we need to drop it. Yes. No, because fourth edition didn't work for one of many many reasons. Well, fourth edition went too far in the other direction. That's the thing. There's a I happy fear. medium. There's a. I'm not. There's a happy medium. I think five E is too obsessed with the natural language, and fourth edition was too obsessed with doing everything purely on numbers and and like bare bones information. 
there's a happy medium there. But 5e ain't that happy medium. Uh, I mean, if you look at the later books, they're they're trying to do the happy medium. It looks like, like they're trying have one or to... two sentences of like the flavor, and then they break it down in brackets, like in fourth edition, and how they've been doing it in the playtest. Well, test it so looks far. like in the playtest, yes. In any of the currently published well, no, stuff, current, no, no, they have. Um, in the book of I've... many things, yeah, in the book of many things. Which, granted, that's the very last book that just fucking came out, but they are doing in there where you'll have like a magic item called, I don't know, the, the sword of cards, whatever. I'll have one or two sentences. And then underneath that, it'll have in big, bold letters, an ability name. And then next to that, what the ability does. And they break it up by abilities like how fourth edition did. Okay. So they're trying like, to okay. find that. They're trying spot. to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Without they are. totally giving up on the, the, the natural yeah. language completely, which is fine. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just, I don't know. They, I just think they committed to it too hard initially. Is All this to say, uh, my favorite race is Drow, by the way. <laughs> you know, not surprising. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I forgot. I feel like we were even. No, you're good. I was just like, man, this has been going on for a bit. I mean, clearly me and Isaiah aren't getting anywhere. So, like, yeah, move us no, on, Matt. No, it's a good discussion. I'm just like, I should probably say this real quick. before. We, before I mean, yeah. Drew, we don't want to have that. Was it the, the last time we, one of the last, uh, last handbooks we had where I was like, at the, we were an hour and a half in. I was like, oh, wait, I think this is my quintessential. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, exactly. Uh, look. Yeah, uh, I've I've gushed about Drow too much on this podcast already, but yeah, uh, I like I like goth edgy elves. Matt likes the kinky stuff. Don't let any don't let him tell you any different. Yeah, dude, not the not the the goth albino elves, the Shatterkai. Although I do love the Shatterkai, they are pretty funny. I love but, the Shatterkai uh, so much. Yeah, they are they are. Pretty I liked cool. when the Shatterkai were like more hardcore hedonists. They they kind of toned that back in Five E, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, see, for me, it was it's I liked when the Shadow Kai were like, we have no souls, so we're just so emotional about everything. Yeah, that's what I mean. They were. Yeah, they were more hardcore hedonists. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they were like. Crazy. No, but I mean, being in a plane of shadow and. All right, Death Isaiah just ignored me on that one. All right, good talk, good talk. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm listening. I just, I... he's listening. <laughs> uh, you uh, just didn't respond to me. <laughs> I did oh. respond. I said, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did the fucking same thing. <laughs> I don't like that response. Respond to me with words. Uh, anyways, no. Josh, maybe you'll have an opinion on this one. Oh god, uh, I don't want to have an opinion, Matt. Too bad. I want to be a sheeple. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, one of the many, many issues that... Oh, it's not really an issue, but I guess we're getting new players into 5e, you know, getting into D&D &D right now. It's the, We're at the, the tail end of the of the D&Dism &D right now. Uh, it's too many races. There's just a lot. There's a lot of fucking races. I know probably not as much as 4th edition. Uh, God, no, probably I think, not I as think much we as... might have actually surpassed 4th edition at this point. Gee, we done it, boys. I um, think. Don't quote me on that, but I think. But, but yeah, it's just, just, there's too many. There's too many. Uh, but like, even though there's too many races, uh, is there something that we haven't hit yet? I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think we're Nulls. missing? No, but uh, yeah, Nulls. Yeah, obviously. You can, to be honest, I've always thought about reflavoring like some other fucking like uh, the Leonin or something as a Null and just 
dealing with that. You could, I like, yeah. So it wouldn't you be could the easily same. do. You could do Leonin. Just take away their swap out their claws with a bite, and then swap mm-hmm. out their daunting roar with rampage. Um, well, you can do that, or you can leave the rampage in there, but flavor it like a null thing instead. And you're like, you don't get, you lose rampage, but you know. I feel like the, their, their frightening a, thing's pretty good. It is, but rampage is such a key part of every null stat block that I feel like you need to keep it. Like every null mm-hmm. has it. Shit, even Yunogu has it. So like, you, I feel like you can't. So, yeah. uh. True. According to the D&D wiki, uh, 4E and uh, by the end of it had 55 races, which I think we are. Oh, yeah. yeah we're like at uh, 130 I mean, some shit. If we count, no, we're not. No, we are not at a, no, 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 no. Sub races. Oh, all that I guess shit if you count, count sub race, just yeah, the sorry, base, sorry. just the base, just the base. My bad. You're um, not. Yeah, at el- elves have like several fucking yeah, yeah, things yeah. have like 14. Uh, that being said, I, I'm going to say some heinous shit. I actually don't think mm-hmm. we have too many races, personally. I think we do. I like options. Yeah, no, I like options too, but I'm... Nope. I don't know. I, I can feel... I can see kind of like a new player like entering the space. It's incredible. And one, one of the big... Yeah, it's very intimidating. Like, one very of the big things when they say, do you want to teach someone to play D&D, only show them player handbook like races. Because... It's only it's 12 options, you know, with the sub races is a little more, but like it's not that bad. Um, I remember years ago when uh, I actually visited my buddy Joe, I, uh, I ran I ran a one shot for him and his family. And I was like, all right, we're only using players handbook stuff, guys. So I'm like, I'm rolling. You know, I'm going I'm to try and teach them how to play all that stuff. And then one player was like, are there like cat people races? Can I be a cat person? And I'm just like, God damn it. Fuck. All right. I mean, two, yeah, fact. there are, there is. I'm like, there is, in fact, a cat. All right, fine. You can, two right, cat I'll people. let you. I'll let you be a cat person. <laughs> this is before the Leonin showed up. Oh well, now it was just two. a backseat. And then, and then I forgot what another. Another person was like, "Can, can I, I be, be an elephant?" So no, it wasn't. An I forgot what they said, and I was just like, "Okay, fine. You could be this thing, but that's it. All right, no more." Matt, just into place. Matt, can I be a, a can I be a, a child of a god angel person? <laughs> I think actually, I think actually it was Joe. I think Joe's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be an Asmar man." I'm like, "God, god damn it, don't damn fucking play him, you fucker!" <laughs> so well, so here's the thing. I I think it's it's perfectly valid to be like, okay, there are too many races for y'all to worry about. And then you give them, yeah. just, just give them the like, if you count sub races, sub races are at 232. People are like, oh, that's a lot. I don't want to deal with that. You go, exactly. So yeah. I'm going to give you the player's handbook stuff. You can look through that. There are other things. Try to keep it in here. And they're probably not going to keep it in there. And that's not an issue, right? If someone's like, can no. I be like, like I want to play an elf, but I want to be green. You go, well, okay, cool. So there are the Genasi. They are like elemental elves and i know that's not exactly what they are but you can you know i'm saying i saw calling them out i mean i still think they're kind of <laughs> elfish but it's fine anyway you hit them with lay terms and say like yes they're like elemental elves and they go oh that sounds kind of cool what are the green ones and you're like oh well they're earth inspired right so they have or i think they're air. um i think the yeah the air ones are green for some reason or the yeah. water ones I don't. either way you, you hit them with the like yeah. okay well they can do this this and this and they go that sounds kind of cool i'll do that you go, all mm-hmm. right, cool. If someone's like, uh, do what about can I play like a like a dragon? It's like what yes, yeah. So the well, player's handbook player's has Dragonborn. Handbook. Well, I was gonna say they have like a uh, player's handbook has Dragonborn. They go, okay. 
there is this thing called kobold. You're like a dragon, but you're small. And they go, I don't want to be small. I'll be able to dragonborn. You know, like, I think mm -hmm. there's an equal chance of someone you go, you give them the option. They go, eh, never mind. I don't really want that. And it'll go back to the player's handbook. You give them a yeah. base, but I think you should give them, you know, obviously if you're, if you're not, you're like a stickler for like no gith. I don't know how to explain gith in the setting. Just no gith. It's like, I want to play an alien. And you're like, no. Got it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think there is absolutely like let people go buck wild, but give them a small base and let them branch out from there because that's how we did it, right? We started, I started playing in 2017, and there was not that many races. And then you sort of get drip fed it. I think you just have to create an artificial version of that with your players. And I don't yeah. think that's particularly difficult. All right, so one thing, uh, y'all are going to hate this. The green Janasi are the water Janasi. See, yeah. I knew it was the water. I was like, sitting the there like, The water Janasi are the green ones. Uh, I hate it. Yeah, I don't know why green. Like, uh, I don't think of green water. I, I guess swampy boys, know, swampy kind of fishy wild boys. water is not. <laughs> Swamp, swampy like, fishy boys. You could have like, I don't know, the dark air blue, are and then blue. you can have like the, the air Janasi or blue or something. I don't know. Slash white. Fucking water is blue. <laughs> it's ghost white. Yeah, something like that, or, or gray, you know, something like cloud color. I don't know. Fuck it. Well, they are like so. They, they, they so they all have a range because I know like not all. Well, the official Nazi art are they straight are up red. The official art, yeah, but like I think in their expanded like little lore column in um, whatever book they're in, it tells you like what they can range. Anyway, read the books, people. Uh, no. Um. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I think there's too many races because I think at the end of the day, it's not even so much about the player choice situation, although that can be a bit of a hurdle to have to deal with. And it can be the kind of thing where a player gets so intimidated, they get analysis paralysis and give up. That absolutely mm -hmm. happens. Um, yeah. But even if we ignore that problem, and even if you as a DM try to curtail that problem, which you might be able to to a certain degree, uh, I think the problem is just that when you keep making more and more and more and more and you're like more species, more species, more species at, at more. a certain point, they're just going to all start to get uh, genericized and overlap each other and get kind of wishy washy and weird and they're going to yeah. share a lot of things and they're going to get more and more boring at a certain point. So I've had, but, I don't remember if it but, was you guys. But, oh, but, but, go ahead, man. Okay. I don't remember if it was with you guys, but it was like when the, what were they called? The kin, not kinder, uh, fuck, the animal people from the play test. I don't remember. Um, oh, I think actually yeah. Josh, it was you and me. Uh, fuck. What are they? I don't remember what they're called, but like, they're like the, you know, ancient, like angel, the, like deity, like the, yeah, uh, you know, Anubis and all that animal headed gods. And I the remember. Ardlings? Ardlings. Thank you. And I remember because other books, other like Cobalt Press, and uh, I don't know if um, I'm blanking on the other another game system that does this, where they just have beast folk, and it's just animal, and it's basically here are your sub races, okay, like, okay, it's okay, all okay. fucking animals and stuff. And this I is think what I was about to say. Yeah. This is gonna lead it. All right, this Perfect. is my this is the thing, and I know they're never gonna do this because if you do this, you can't sell as many books. But what I want less races and just give me rules 
to generate my own. That's what I want. Don't give me 60 bazillion jillion different races and add three more with every fucking stupid splat book. I'm sick and tired of that shit. It gets annoying. And like I said, eventually the 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 various species you can introduce, they're going to start to get watered down. Give me a build your own system. Kind of like so that I can make the, uh, all the stupid cat and bird people I want. Yeah, kind of kind of like a, what a uh, from Aurora. Ghostfire Gaming, Aurora, yes. the, the yes, dragon. Matt, yeah, they exactly. have like a point. System. literally that that is exactly yeah. what i want and they won't it do does it sounds super interesting they won't do it yeah but no they won't because you can't sell as many books if you don't add stuff well, so they won't but yes well, well josh this is where i bring in the joke from tasha's where it's like well you can have their custom lineage whoa build your own race it's crazy do whatever you want as long as you have a plus two and you get a free feat yeah it's an original race look at that oh we did it matt pat ourselves on the back <laughs> matt Matt, you're hate hate custom lineage is hilarious. No, 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 no. I'm 100% with Matt on this one. Custom lineage keeps me up at night. I hate that it's, shit so fucking it's, much. That's, that's wild. Like, it's lazy. It's, so it's, it's human variant, but better. It's yeah. lazy to me. It's like, incredibly lazy. It's incredibly like, lazy. It was the laziest. It was like, what if we did one little paragraph? Boop, all done. Well, and the thing is, they got mad about it because they're I don't know if this was like official or not, but there was some people at Wizards of the Coast like on Twitter and stuff who were replying to people being like, you know, well, why'd you ask us to make a like a customizable homebrew race? Because we wanted something that wasn't it's like, shit. Because <laughs> the people wanted that, not, not take a plus garbage. two and a free feat. Yeah. And I, I like the Z Bashu video he did on it because he he does bring up a good point where it's like you can play with it and work it into making sure, like your you own can, custom. Yeah, yeah you can. But it's again, it's it's a lazy system. It's basic again. It's it's human variant with dark vision. If it were me, I basically would have a uh, uh, a big a big list of some nature that is all of the different various abilities from the various species over the years. You know, shit like you know that's so much work shit like the undeads i don't what no why is it work it'd be the same as like a feat list i'd I'd collect Hmm. a list i'm not saying i'm gonna do it as a gm but i'm saying if i were making a game i would have a list of all these various different traits that a species could potentially have and then the custom one would be pick from the list you know, you know what they they've never done the list or something like that. I, I they've never done a thing where it's like a feat system based on the different monster yeah, like creature typings. Exactly. Like that'd be cool if you took the I don't know the aberrant feat and you get. I know they already have the telepath like feat, but like I don't know, make it more mind flary. Like imagine like, imagine know. if you made a custom lineage, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. I want to play. I don't. I, I'm just looking at the list of species, and this is what came to mind. This is a weird one. I want to play an undead lizard dragon man. Okay, cool. Okay. You take the vampiric bite ability from the dampier and the fire breath ability from Dragonborn, and then you smoosh them together. You're undead lizard man. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what well, I'm remember talking about. The, remember the, uh, the half shadow dragon drow assassin guys I made for the three year game? Yes. Okay, nonsense. Yeah, like half the things I was looking at was like the half dragon stat block. Yeah. And then wizards even tell you you can do this for like shadow dragons, like just switch out the damage type for like necrotic and there mm-hmm. you go. You made a you made a and and if you have a player who wants to play a half shadow dragon dragonborn, 
that's fine. Just switch out the damage necrotic. They're going to be fighting a lot of undead early levels anyways. So fuck, like, fuck them, let them do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. harming anybody. Uh, that's basically, and, cool. and side note, again, shout out to Aurora from Ghostfire Gaming. That's basically what Sean Merwin did was that he was like, all right, all these different race abilities, big old list, pick and choose like you do with a feat, bang, boom, bang, make whatever the fuck you want. I do want to try. I do want to look at Aurora. I want to I look at it too. End up pick. I might pick up the PDF at some point. I know. I want it to. Um, just just to look at the, the racial stuff and like look at the lore and steal some Same. stuff from my game. Same. <laughs> um, because I do. I am interested in seeing how that worked, but I'm not like. I think that. I kind of want that to be an, an a side option. Like I want that as like a. We have you know the how races and lineages and all that shit are handled in Five E, or here's the custom origin custom lineage thing well, I think and then here's like a whole couple like pages of like how to do it if you want to do a custom thing and you get kind of the best of both worlds it's like i think you can have a staple of base races like you know everything in the player's handbook and maybe some of the stuff in like tasha's like i think you could have a staple of like core base races and then mm -hmm here and then have a, a a chapter that's like or not a whole chapter but you know a page or two that's here's the mechanic for designing your own that's what i would want like i'm fine with having a couple of i'm fine with having core you know have orcs have elves have dwarves you know the usual shit as mm -hmm. the core set and also because you can use them as examples for how you other you could build another race, you know, you can look at them yeah. as a template to, to base your ideas off of. But yeah, give me a system to build out my own so I can make all the weird cat motherfucker and bird <laughs> people and sphinxikins and fucking tree people and gnoll men's and fucking my half tree, tree half, half dragon, half dragon, dragon lizard butt fuckers and whatever <laughs> shit else. I feel What's like I have there? to say this for the record. I actually don't like uh, custom lineage either. It's just funny how much Matt hates it. I know. I, I, I do I do amp up the hate a little too much, but like I, I don't do. fuck that shit. <laughs> uh speaking of uh, Yeah. Oh, sorry, what were you just my bad. No, I just think it had potential. I think it I think the issue is that they, they gave it to players and not dungeon masters. I think the issue I think is they were lazy. Specific thing. Mm. <laughs> well so like I, I agree with what you're saying with the like uh they should it have given the us like section. a a I know, so I don't think they should have done yeah. that. I agree with what you're yeah. saying. They should have given us a list of all previous racial features um, and still give us more races because those, right, you know, I want more of those features. Those features are interesting. Yeah. Take them from actual monster stats and give them to players. Um, so you can have an ever growing library of traits to give uh, your home, like the DM's home races. And you leave it with the DM's because if the player wants to make like an own custom race, like, well, I want to be like, a Leonin, but sneaky. Like, I want to be like Scar from Lion King rather than Mufasa, right? And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to break out my handy dandy custom lineage sheet. And uh, well, what if we what if we give you this? And the player's like, ah, I don't think that fits. And they go, okay. So I'll give you this, this thing that you wanted, but you're going to have to take a minus to this. Like, leave it with the DM, not the players. Doesn't that go into the Mother May I thing that you guys don't like? Um, uh, no, because it's not it's not specific. I mean, maybe what I used was a bad example, but it's 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 for DMs who want to make custom races. They're like, well, hmm. you know, there's no Leonin in my setting, but like 
there are different versions of Tabaxi, and you might want to take like one of the Leonin features. It's not really Mother May I, it's, it's just helping a DM flush out their own setting. Mm, okay. uh, and if a player wants to do it, and that DM hasn't created anything yet, then you guys work together. And it, it's yeah. not really, it's not, it should never be a Mother May I, but it also should not be a player going, well, I want to take this and this and this and this. And it's like, well, right, right. you took those things because they're fucking busted. Well, it is a little Mother May I because you do have to get that permission at the end of the day. You know, there's no avoiding Yeah, I mean, that. It, yes, yes. So it Fair is, enough. kind of. There's there's but, no way to entirely um, get past that. But the game is, like, D&D is about dialogue anyway. So there's no real way of getting yeah. past that no matter what. Like, uh, I'm also a very point. big fan of I, um, reflavoring certain things. Like, I think in the in the three-year game, I told you for a little bit, Joe, one of his other characters was the lizard folk druid. Instead of doing the lizard folk bite thing, he asked if I, he's like, can we switch to like, you know, because he chose like a gecko for his art. He's like, can I like have like a tongue and just kind of swap the bite if like for that? And like A tongue it, slap? Yeah. yeah, a tongue slap. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, why not? I kind of love that. So like, I think reflavoring it can go so fucking far, and it's such an easy solution for DMs, and there's not a lot of change you, you, you know, you have to make. If you want to go further than that, yeah, all by all means. But I think a lot of people skip over reflavoring shit because I don't know whatever reason they're like, no, I want to do all the work, I want to do this shit, and it's like, or, bruh, easier option, and it's you know, it's just. It's more fun. That, so that is absolutely a thing. That's not even a joke. Like, I have spoken to many, uh, uh, like a game designer and DM in 5e, where it's like, well, you can you can use this thing that the game gives you. And they're literally like, no, why would I use that? I'll just make it myself. Yeah. And I don't, I don't just mean like, oh, what about this monster stat? It's like, hey, so you know the game had, like, I, I literally spoke to somebody who was trying to do their own version of initiative. And I was like, the game has initiative. And they said to me, and I don't know what, I'm not going to say verbatim, but in my, it, what I remember them basically being is like, why would I use the game's initiative? I want to use my own. It's like. Fair, but also why? Like, is, I, I mean, I, guess, I don't know the context. I don't know the reasoning, but like, because I do know some people who have swapped out the 5e initiative system for either their own one they found online, or I think there is an alternative version in the player's handbook or There's the DMG. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. It, it's. It, it, I think to me, the thing that befuddled me was like, of course I'm not going to use 5e's. It's like, are you playing 5e then? Like, I don't really understand the We have so little hate. faith in their design mentality. Why are you even playing the game? Like, I don't really understand the mentality of people hating on the 5e initiative system. Like, I don't, I've heard others and they're not bad, but it's like, I don't get why it's so, like, everyone just shits on uh, it's, it's, initiative. it's it, just because it's fairly basic and not that, not super interesting. I get, yeah, but does it have to be? It's just initiative. It's just seeing who goes first. There are other games that have done more interesting things with initiative, but, mm. you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but other games have done interesting things. It just kind of depends. Okay. Uh, I, I also, side note, I want to point out, Isaiah, you, you're like, oh, well, still add more races to the game so I can have more racial traits. You can just add the racial traits to the game themselves. You don't need to add the races necessarily. You could just add the traits as you would add feats in a book. 
You could for sure. If you had I, a building, because si- if you had a build your own system already there, you could just slap the traits in, in mm-hmm. you know, additional books. Uh, yeah. You could, yeah, but I would still prefer the rice to come with it. It just feels like a more rounded piece of material that I'm getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want them to go. Here's this thing, arc. and it, yeah, that too. Like you, you give me this thing, right? Give me a whole product, and then give me rules on how to break that product down and put it where I want to put it. Don't just give me. It, it's like a. It's it, it's if you buy a a jigsaw puzzle, right? Show me what the thing looks like on the cover art. Don't just give me a sort of piece. Side note, when you guys like when you make a character, do you pick your race first or do you pick your class first? Class race. OK. Because I flip flop. And I know that in the uh, player's handbook, they specifically say, you know, when making a character, step one, pick a race. Step two, pick a class. Like, so I don't know. Maybe you guys probably do this too. I typically don't. If someone's like, "Hey, I'm running a game. I've already got like four characters in my head." I I kind and because the main system we use, mm. I don't. I I think I. At some point, I have an image of a character, and then it's just a mix and match. Yeah. I mean. Yes, I have imi- I have ideas for characters, but I usually come up with the premise of the character based on the class because Ivy, the class defines more of what a character is. Yeah, I guess because the race could be start. like your background stuff, and then like what like personality, what what you're about. Then classes, your job. You know. Race is just I don't know. Race is just extra tidbits necessarily the most like it's just not mm. the most defining feature mm. not with the way 5e is anyway mm-hmm. interesting for me because it's, it's like typically i i will in my in i i obviously i have an internal logic to this that i can't really mm. explain but like i probably if i want to make a character i'm not gonna do like a gnome barbarian just that you just like you can do it if you want. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It just doesn't it doesn't follow my internal logic. So okay. like I, I go for me if I go oh I want to make a barbarian. Yeah, I think I'd have to pick the race first. I'm like uh, I want barbarian. The idea is like barbarian, big, strong. All right, but I, I think yeah, you're exactly. saying I want to play a barbarian. Then you have selected the class first already. Yes, but what I was gonna say is like. So I'll go, okay, I want to play Barbarian. It's like, gnome. No, never mind that. I won't play Barbarian. Okay, what if I do, like, gnome ranger? I'm like, ah, no, half-elf. Half-elf ranger? You know, like, mm. uh, yeah, so I guess it's closer to what Matt says. It's sort of, it, it's like a, you have two decks of cards, and you're just sort of, or two dials, and you're spinning top and bottom. I never it changes every character because um like with Matingo, I had the character idea first and then it's like okay well from the from the the one Reddit post where he's like well it's gotta be you know a vengeance paladin swashbuckler and I'm like okay well I have my classes picked out and they just chose the backsy just because uh, you know the backsies are fun uh I think with Loki 
I think Loki specifically because I'm like, oh, well, he's definitely an ice giant. So I guess Goliath are the closest fucking things I'll get to in my <laughs> <laughs> And then it took forever for me to pick a class with him. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, Loki was tough because shapeshifter, yeah. so druid, but. Yeah, or no. like you could play, play a changeling. Um, I think I kind of I just kind of reflavored because uh, in Icewind Dale, Goliaths are all over the fucking place. So I'm like, oh, and they gave him cold resistance in that book. So I'm like, oh, well, naturally, it, it would make sense that he's like a giant because, you know, he's a giant in mythology and shit. Yeah. yeah uh, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what else? Oh, do you guys another just random shit with all the race stuff uh i kind of hate how every fucking race now has dark vision yeah oh, and it's yeah. like why why bother with darkness rules like i get it's like oh if you have dark vision you can't fucking see things clearly you still have kind of a penalty and it's like it's true bro i play on a fucking virtual tabletop like i fucking like yeah even if i have like the fog of war shit on the players walk through that's a lot of like steps and late like shit i gotta go through to set that up Side note, I would like if you on the virtual tabletop, if a character had, if a token is set with dark vision, you could make it so they see everything in black and white. Be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like um, instead, it's like you have the like the little like light and get like the kind of uh, tinted of areas of the, the edges of where they have their vision shit. And it's like, you know, that that helps. But again, that's a lot of fucking work. It's not them. Basically, set a lot it work up. for me. You set it up once, Matt. You set up dark vision for a token one. No, but then and for the dungeons, then I have to set up all the, uh, the lighting mean, yeah. and everything for the dungeons. And then it's like, why are you? Why is that? What? Yeah. That has nothing to do I mean, with the dark vision itself. Though. It does. Because you have to set up the walls and everything. And doors. Lighting, yeah. Yes, but if your players didn't have dark vision, you'd still have to do all that. Josh, I'm playing in a magic Everyone has dark vision. But I understand that, Matt. But if the players didn't have dark vision, you still have to set up all the lighting stuff because they can still carry light sources. So you have to do the uh, dynamic lighting. If you're doing the dynamic lighting, you have to do it either way. Not necessarily. What? Yeah, if uh, you want the dynamic lighting to function properly on the tabletop, you have to use it whether characters have dark vision or not. True. What I'm saying is, is that you don't necessarily need dynamic lighting. You can do the no, old fashioned. You, no, you don't need it. But if you're, if you want, if I want it to use it, if you, yes, if you want you're, it, you're going to have to interact you're with using that. it I'm either way. Could, <laughs> yes. What I'm saying is you could easily just. So not Matt was pointing it. fingers at dark vision being the problem when it is in fact not the problem. Nope. I'm going to keep pointing at dark. Vision. Okay. Well, you <laughs> could be wrong <laughs> anyway. Yes. Well, I, well, too many characters right, so like, have dark yeah. vision. Nope. Just going to ignore you, Matt. Yes. Too many creatures okay. have dark right. vision. Rude. And the reason that too many creatures have dark vision is because low light vision used to exist, but they decided to take low light vision out of the game. So a lot mm -hmm. of species that would have had low light vision, like tabaxi, for example, got dark vision instead. Yeah. And that's why too many things have dark vision. Also, why don't cats in 5e have dark vision? Yeah. Because, like, okay. it's so it's like you see dark vision, like, you specific range, you see darkness as if it was dim light. And they're like, yes. okay, what does dim light mean? And it's oh, like, God, the light uh, rules are so yeah, fucking all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's, it's like dim, dim light is usually boundary between light and bright light, like a torch, and darkness. 
Uh, nothing. Nothing. There's no like disadvantage on seeing or anything. Well, dim That's only light if you're gives, heavily obscured. Well, no, dim light gives. Um, doesn't it give disadvantage on perception? Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it here under the dim light rules. I believe that is the only. I, it's under vision and light. I think it's. Oh, lightly obscured. That okay. So sorry. I'm I'm using a website that gives me. All right. It creates a lightly obscured area. Yeah. Then you go to what does lightly obscured. What does lightly mean? obscured mean? Disadv- lightly obscured on means perception. disadvantage on perception checks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. That's so all. Even does. with dark vision, technically players should have have disadvantage, disadvantage on perception, on perception yes. checks. Um. The problem is, if a player know. runs off ahead and they see an orc hiding in the shadows with a net ready to fucking catch you and you're like ah well oh, the, i see the, the bad guy and you're like fucking well the <laughs> argument would be they would have to make a perception check at disadvantage against the orc stealth yep also you could potentially argue the orc has advantage maybe well no well th- well no no because dim light doesn't mm-hmm. give that so no the orc would have normal stealth but the player would have disadvantage on perception. yeah but this is my special homebrew uh orcs that are ninja assassins so if you have ninja have assassin quadru- orcs, they might quadruple have, advantage they might darkness. have double advantage <laughs> they might have advantage in dim light maybe sure yeah <laughs> uh, but yes that's why dark vision is just all over the goddamn place is because everything that should have had dim light vision instead just swapped out for dark vision because they took dim light vision just out of the game completely uh-huh. For some reason, I do not know why. It was very silly. Yeah. Like I think in um. I also think dark has... vision should probably be shrunk down to thirty feet, but you know that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's um, the other problem is you could see. That's the other thing. Sixty a lot of, feet's a lot. Sixty feet's a lot, but also I think a lot of the time GMs kind of forget that. Oh yeah, dark vision has a limit. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, they treat dark vision like you can see flawlessly in the dark and at any distance, but neither of those things are true. Mm -hmm. So, I think in, like, the new player, or not the new player's handbook, sorry, the, uh, in one of the, the, the play tests, I think they gave Dragonborn, like, dark vision, and they're just like, yeah, fuck it, everything's gonna get dark vision now. And it's like, awesome. Well, Dragonborn actually should have dark vision, though. Well, no, they should have like blind sensors. Like, I mean, yeah, dragons, dragons also had dark, you know, yeah. But like, I think giving them blind sense or something would be cooler. It know, would be but blind sense is it pretty does strong. break the monotony. Yeah, well, but you didn't. Have, you so don't have to I, make it like too big. Like, make it, it like ten feet or something. It just says that like, like you can still fail on perception checks. Blind sense just means that you like in total darkness, you can't uh, get snuck up on. Yeah, like if you make the range short, like five feet or ten feet. If it's like, like ten feet, it's not that bad, yeah. That's not bad. No, then it's like if someone, if the goblin is trying to stealth up to you to stab your butt cheeks, then it's like okay, I'll I'll know that, and then I can fucking harden my defenses. But if it's an arrow, then it's like, well, you know, fucking shot out of luck, kid. You entered the dark cave without seeing all the drow fucking with their arrows knocked. Yeah. I mean, you could shrink it down. Yeah, it depends on how far the blind sense is. If it's 60 feet of blind sense, uh, it's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, too many things have dark. Yeah. Uh, or, I said you, uh, or perhaps it's more accurate to say the light rules need a looking at just or vision, like vision up. rules yeah. need a, a taking a look at just kind of in general. 
Yeah, I, I would say vision. Everything that has to do with vision, lighting, and stealth needs to be looked at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, the all, also the also the invisibility spell. Jesus Christ, Jeremy! What's wrong with the invisibility spell? It's so because the invisibility if, spell. If you say well, natural wording. <laughs> It well, no, so the natural language is in fact part of the problem here. Mm. So the invisibility, so the invi- oh god, I'm trying to even remember what it is. So, an invisible creature is impossible to see without the aid of magic or a special sense. For the purpose of hiding, the creature is heavily obscured. Yeah. The creature's location can be detected by any noise it makes or tracks it leaves. Attack rolls against the creature have disadvantage, and the creature's attack rolls have advantage. Okay. If I remember correctly, the problem comes from the heavily obscured part. It's heavily obscured. A creature heavily obscured in the area effectively suffers from the blinded condition. All right, let's go to the blinded condition. Yeah. You automatically fail any ability check which requires sight. You have disadvantage on attack rolls. Attack rolls against you have advantage. Okay. So, yeah. So, the... So a character would have disadvantage on trying to trying to see like find you basically if they're using so, their eyesight but right, if they're like but the so, problem uh, yeah, basically is, the way it works is that a, a, a creature cannot try to detect you using sight it can no. only try to detect you using hearing and yeah, if they try to detect or, you even using hearing no i know but it's the advantage disadvantage is where things get weird i i i forget exactly what it is because it's like so a creature suffers from the right heavily obscured. The creature is blinded. Uh, automatically fails ability checks. Uh, attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack has something to do with that part. Attack rolls. Is it a thing where something gives uh, someone advantage, another thing gives that same person disadvantage, it or has, they just counter out? Into yeah, but it's more flat. than that. It's more. I can't remember now. But there's like a weird, complicated. Things get very wonky with with invisibility so attack rolls against the creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage is it is it is it the attacker who's invisible would technically also have disadvantage is that what the problem damn now i wish i could remember people have brought up there's a lot of really weird rulings that come from invisibility rules as written and now, of course, I can't remember. I started talking shit, and now, yeah, yeah I was about to say. <laughs> damn it! Uh, I wish I could remember. Well, while you're remembering, yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah, uh, kind of going back a little bit on what we we're talking about with the race stuff. Um, what do you guys think of like the idea, kind of from uh, Van Richten's guide, where? You have a race that can become another race or kind of evolves into a thing. I because I really like it. I like I thought it was OK in Van Richten's guide. The whole like you become Dampier, Undead or um, shit, the Hex blood. But in I'm going to keep plugging, you know, Ghostfire Gaming, they're their Grim Hollow books. They have a whole system of li- different lineage of like, do I want to be an aberrant creature? Do I want to be a lich? Do I want to be a lycanthrope? And as you level up in the game, it's almost like you have your race is another class, kind of like in Pathfinder, where like you level up, you pick like little mini feats for your race and you, you know, you pick them, you pick mini feats for your class, kind of like that system. 
And I thought that was like very interesting and really cool. Like as a, you know, as a, as a lich, like uh, you eventually, like as you level up, you gain resistance to the, you know, necrotic and poison damage. Uh, you get like special like lich blast attacks. Uh, when you hit like higher levels, you build a phylactery and basically like you can't die. <laughs> like, neat things I wish D&D did more of like, you know, a race could evolve and become a stronger version of that race or, you know, you become a Dampier or what does that mean if you're a Dragonborn Dampier or if you're right. a... We, we have to backtrack for a second here. I found the thing. I, I found what the weird, goofy ruling was. So it has to do with C invisibility, the uh, the spell. Mm. So Jeremy Crawford said, if you're invisible via the invisibility spell or greater invisibility spell, and a creature has blind sight, true sight, or C invisibility cast upon it, they can see you, but they but you still have advantage to attack, and they still have disadvantage to attack you. The support for this argument can be found in spells like Fairy Fire, which specify it removes the benefits of invisibility. Wait, True Sight doesn't remove the benefits of invisibility? Yes, that's where it got. Yes, that's where it, according See, to that, Jawcraw, that's, that's where it gets dumb. weird. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. How is wait? So how but how is seen invisibility? I don't even. But for the duration, you see invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible you can see into the ethereal plane. So the if argument ghostly and translucent. So I guess yeah. that's why mm. it's because I can see a person there, but Isaiah but true sight, not true sight also follows the same ruling. True that's sight. Yeah. So if a creature has, pretty, so if a creature has true sight and they are attacking an invisible creature, they still have disadvantage on that attack. That's what Jeremy Crawford's saying. Yeah, I mean that's wacky. I'm not gonna hold yeah. you on that one. That's the that that's what I mean. Like shit like that is just absolutely goofy nonsense. I would never in a million years rule it that way at my table personally, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. What were you saying about the dampier and the hex blood and all that? No, oh, I just want more races to like I thought it'd be cool, like if they evolve Race or change, kind of yeah. like yeah, species like that the, augment the other other species. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they had a fun idea with the reborn, the hexblood, and the damp here, but they do feel a little half baked. Like mm. you could definitely do more there. Um, it's also weird the way they're worded because I'm still slightly confused if. Like, if I'm a Dampier elf, do I still get my elf traits or do I get some of my elf traits? It, they're worded a little strange. So I think they even say specifically, unless it's proficiencies, like a skill proficiency or whatever, you basically lose all the traits from but your it's other previous not, race. I, I, now I have to pull it up because I remember it. I remember reading it one time and being like, that's confusing. <laughs> Hold yeah. On. So, um, creature type. Oh, it's the reborn that I keep calling them undead. It's reborn. Reborn, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, 
Yeah, and yeah, ancestral legacy. You replace a race with this lineage. You can yeah. keep the following elements: any skill proficiencies you gain from your previous race, climbing speed, flying speed, swimming speed. That's it. So, like, if you were a right. lizard, if folk, you don't keep any of those elements, or you choose this, oh, this is the part, or you choose no, or if you don't, if you don't keep any of those elements, or you choose the lineage at character creation, you gain proficiency in two skills you trick. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Weirdly worded, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't... I... Meh. Whatever. Speaking of annoying rules, uh... I know, Isaiah, unfortunately, you haven't played Baldur's Gate yet, but... How do you... I guess just mostly for Josh, because how do you like how they handle humans? Like, where humans instead they get... What is it? They get proficiency in like pikes and spears and shit. They get armor and shield proficiencies. They get the the one skill for free. I don't know what it means when it says carrying capacity is increased. Is that like carrying? That's not like the big races. Increase. No, not like that. But like, is it kind of like the? That's what it means, though. What are you confused about? That's what it means. Well, no, because so normal five e, it's. Uh, the whole like you count as one size larger for certain races like Minotaurs or Goliaths. Oh, where it's, like, I mean, big... I assume it's just a multiplier. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he was asking, is it a literal weight increase or are you just treated like a bigger creature? Well, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think Baldur's Gate has any rules that adhere to creature sizes. So mm. fairly certain it's just a literal direct increase on how much that character can carry. But I, don't know. I guess what what do you guys think about like because I know I'm not a fan I know you guys aren't a fan of like the regular human plus one all stats I'm not a fan of human variant but how do you feel about this other version where I it's like know. it's fine I guess I'd have to see it they I, get I haven't seen it so it's, it's just literally just they get proficiency with like pikes glaives and shields so you can give Gale like you can give Gale the wizard a shield, <laughs> a shield because mm -hmm. he's a human. It's called civilian militia. They get pikes, spears, halberds, glaives, light armor, and shields. They get proficiency in those, and then they get a proficiency in a skill of your choosing. And their carrying capacity is increased by a quarter. That's it. Um, it's whatever. Mm. I mean, it's fine. It's kind of boring. It's whatever. It's the same problems that humans have in a lot of fantasy role-playing games where how do you make humans interesting? And then everyone goes, uh, yes. they're really <laughs> versatile, I guess. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be real here. Uh, it's no, I don't like this at all. I, mm. I actually quite like Varian Human personally, but... Mm. Well, they didn't they weren't they didn't want to hand out feats at level one. They like they did not hand out feats at level one in Baldur's Gate, so they didn't want to have one race who could start with a feat and then everyone else who couldn't. And also it's a video game, so you have to balance it differently. So mm. be a little silly I get it. for them to be like, this one race gets this thing that's really strong and nobody else does. Yeah. So they gave him something else, but I mean, it's whatever. It's basic. It does the job. Mm. It's kind of funny. Okay. I just feel like it's kind of funny that the wizard can use a shield and armor. Yeah, it is 
likely nothing that I would need in a race. It's like, if I wanted any of these proficiencies, they would most likely be in the class that I'm taking. So it's just Probably, sort of like yeah. a nothing to me. So well, again, kind of wish it, I just it, had variant. I know why we don't have variant. I get it. But that doesn't mean I would I like it any more. Mm. Well, again, it becomes relevant for certain things. I get, I get it. I just mm. or sorcerer, eh. sorcerer. Mm. Yeah, if you want to build the melee sorcerer that everybody wants, it's not completely irrelevant, but it's not particularly exciting. But also, like, it's fine. I don't races need to be that crazy. I do think the playtest is going in a better direction with. It's a humans. little. It feels a little weird to be like all humans. Civilian militia. That that feels a little odd. It's like only are we saying only humans make militias? I don't. We're just so good at making war. Yeah. Josh. Also, <laughs> why did why do they get an increase in carry capacity? I don't. I guess the idea is that everyone in Faerun at some point has to be conscripted into a civilian militia. But could not you make like that the, argument for any of the races? You could, but I guess that's they're saying that humans do that a lot specifically. Or maybe it's the Baldur's Gate humans like around. Hey, you know, if you live around Baldur's Gate, you, you know, you go into the army or something like the Flaming Fist or some shit. <laughs> yes, potentially. I'm, yeah, I'm still slightly perplexed about the carrying capacity one. Yeah, I, I think it's weird that it's only pull on, like I get it. Civil militia, you're going to get a spear. Militia, spear. I, I, I think they should have just if that's the case. Genuinely, just give them everything that the soldier background gives you. It gives you basically the same thing, except it's just all martial weapons. Like, once again, think, Isaiah says, give them more, give them everything, give everyone everything. Um, In this instance, yes, absolutely. I, because. Who needs balance? Like, so this is fuck balance. Well, well no, because th this is that thing it's... where it's like. Pike, Spears, Halberds, Glaives. Well, okay, cool. Halberds and Glaives, as far as I'm aware, even in Baldur's Gate, do the same fucking thing anyway, so that's just a complete throwaway. Uh, you can throw a spear, you can't throw a pike, pikes have longer range. Cool. At that point, you have a, a duplicate, one thing that's pretty universally useful, and one thing that's really situationally useful. Just give them martial weapons. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you have them pick instead of like, here's a couple of martial weapons. Why not just have it? You get to pick a martial weapon or two that you're proficient with and then light armor and shields and you're good. Side note, the so soldier, like this, like, I, the soldier mm -hmm. background does not give you proficiency in martial weapons. Right. Yeah, it's, I think it's well, fi it's, I, fighters just get proficiency in everything. Fighters um, do. The soldier background gives you proficiency in one type of gaming set and vehicles land. Oh yeah, I forgot about the fucking land vehicle. Thing. So I don't, I don't know where you're pulling that one from. There, mm. it probably is fighters, or I know like dwarves yeah, specifically. Though like all dwarves are proficient with axes and hammers, and it's like of course they are. But <laughs> well, so that's that's kind of what I mean though, right? Is like they're they're pulling on a very specific kind of civil militia, but like why aren't axes in there? Every, every farmer knows how to swing an axe. Uh, most even back that machetes were a thing and they've been a thing for very long. It just it gets into a weird space. I mean, Isaiah, you know that there's a difference between a wedding axe and an axe for fighting. 
Still does Alice. the same damage when you bury it into somebody's skull. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't same. It's because I know how to how to how to cut wood with a wood cutting axe. Doesn't mean I know how to swing like a battle axe. It'd also be no, like but a you know how thing, to, for, for like, example, all too not. I'm oh, sorry. I was gonna say, well, you do know, for example, how to not hit yourself with that axe. Sorta in a no. very specific scenario. It could also be because the whole militia thing, like all these are two-handed weapons. So yes. it could be like, you know, you know, lots of spears and pikes and shit used in war. Also, two-handed weapons are very similar to farming instruments, so maybe it's like humans are Well, it's literally it's I mean, literally the basically, concept of when you form a militia, you know, back in the day, like the Romans did this, for example, and the Greeks, you'd give the farmer a shield and a spear and say, keep the pointy end at the direction of the bad guy. You don't really need to know how to fight very well. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's because the spear is an easy to make because it's literally just a sharpened stick, easy to maintain, easy to use weapon. That's basically it. But um, you don't get a whole lot with that in Baldur's Gate. Again, considering that halberds and glaives are the same weapon. So throw an axe and a sword, like a short sword in there. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm glad they're changing a lot of the weapon types. Just give humans every weapon. Or I, I okay. like that they're giving in the playtest like a lot of like they're changing up a lot of the damage type, the weapon type, trying to make them more distinct. The weapon options are gonna ha are helping. I don't think they're changing many of the damage. I think they're aren't they're, they changing some? Not that I'm aware of. I think the main thing they're doing is adding the weapon art or the weapon masteries. Oh, I thought they. I don't think there are any, some that some yeah maybe maybe I'm misremembering. I don't remember damage types changing, but also it wouldn't really matter if damage types are changing because damage types don't mean shit in five e anyway. So that you know that being said, it would feel better for me though, genuinely, straight up. Mm. Like I like the idea that short swords do piercing and and scimitars do um, slashing. Slashing does it really yeah. affect anything? Not really, but it does feel better. It's so weird too because after. Like watching Zoro, you know, Princess Bride and shit. I get that the rapier is a piercing weapon and fencing, but like every movie I've seen, people are fucking slashing the shit out of each other with yeah, this shit. Yeah, like because every movie you've seen, people are using it incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And like, people are fighting like they're using small swords, which had a lot more emphasis on like quick wrist based um, hmm. slashes and strikes. Whereas yeah. rapier is a very like, if you watch rapier fights, it's a, it's a, very front and back sort of forward backward motion if you've ever actually if you ever actually do fencing there's no not a lot of swinging you don't, you don't no swing no that's why I, that's what i kind of imagine like the D, D person who's using a rapier is basically doing the zoro like slashing like oh god and just fucking fighting they're not doing the professionally trained like oh, maybe well the idea is that the D, D character would be the professionally trained fencer true I I guess, I know. in my mind it's it's more fun when they're not <laughs> yeah I, I yeah i think everyone sort of imagines the like uh the pirates of the caribbean cut and thrust sort of like bim, 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 like back and forth yeah, tit for tat yeah. thing which isn't it's that is a thing it's just not with rapiers not with rapiers i mean i mean sabers should rapier. absolutely be a weapon in the game they're called scimitars but like make it a d8 yeah. fuck you make it a d8 <laughs> I mean, that is Make why a saber and just call it a D8. <laughs> that is why or, uh, I specified with, with Zigzags that he was using a side sword. Hmm. Right. Side sword is a is a sort of civilianized mix between not civilianized. It's they, they use man at arms use them, but they're like a mix between an arming sword and a rapier. They're also called cut and thrust swords for the same reason. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, uh, this is a side uh, thing. I think I mentioned this in the, in the upcoming episode. Mm. I want more weapons. Just straight up. <laughs> he was like, well, you can you can fucking uh, reflavor a katana as a longsword. I'm like, yeah, but you're not going to use it the same way. Let's not let's not get ourselves here. Come on. Uh, you don't want more weapons, though, because the way 5e works, it's just going to be more copies of the same shit. I'm Again, surprised if, if in you, the, the Dragonlance book, they came out with a new weapon for uh, it's like the slingshot. Oh, yeah. Uh, piercing weapon. Yeah. And it's a cool because oh, I, I, I yeah, yeah. No. it's like I love I love the idea of dual dual like weapons. You know, Darth Maul his fucking dual lightsabers. I love the one from Eberron, the the the, the double bladed scimitar. Simurai. Yeah. Oh, I love my that God. Shit. That thing is so cool. It's so I love fucking that thing. cool. And it has a specific feat for it, too. So it's even yeah. cooler. And it's like, I want more stuff like, I don't know. I've always, I always liked the idea of, uh, what's it? I think Dragon Age 2, the bladed staff, where it's a wizard staff with a sword on the other end of it. I don't, I know Dragon yeah, Age 2 uh, is supposedly it's, the it's worst Hawk's of the Dragon weapon. Age. Yeah. Like, supposedly that's like the, the worst Dragon Age game. But I always saw that weapon. I was like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, what you were talking about, Matt, is the Hupak. Hupak is a sturdy stick with a sling on one end uh, and a pointed tip on the other end. So it is both a spear and a sling. Yeah. They spell that? Like that's, yeah. Like that's cool. Like that's a cool idea. H-O-O-P-A-K. It's, uh, it's from the Dragonlance Adventure. It's spe- specifically, I think it's a Kender weapon, too. If I'm not mistaken. It's a spear oh, with a slingshot. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a slingstaff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, like I, I like... If we're not going to get like a bunch of new weapons, I would like something like hybrid weapons where it's like take two weapons, put them together and they make some sort of unique new newish thing. I would like new weapons if I thought they were going to do anything interesting with it, but I don't have faith in that. Mm. So. I don't like whatever about it. I just say fuck it. Like, so I, I, I don't know. They have done some interesting things with them. Like the Equa is great because it's it's the only bladed simple weapon that you can throw and it's only got a throw of 10 feet but you can throw that bitch is that the one from Tomb tomb of Annihilation yeah the Equa it's the the short fighting spear I love that thing yeah because again simple weapon and it's throwable and it's a d8 it is Mm. crazy strong for what it is no one uses it which is sad like this is the weird thing it's not known because it's like it's from a campaign module first and then yeah I guess like the double bladed scimitar is another one where it's 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 really good as a weapon. Yeah. Like, and this is what it's something. I know this is not an equipment episode, but I laugh. People are like, no, you can't make a long sword finesse. It breaks the game. No, it really doesn't. Because you can just make a feat that lets you use finesse long swords because the double bladed scimitar uses finesse too. And it's. Well, that's because scimitar three attacks finesse. per round no matter what if you have that feat. Yeah. Well, scimitars are no normally finesse it. as well. And then there is. Uh, Oh, what is it? The light? I forgot what the the lightsaber magic item, which is basically a long sword with finesse. Sunblade? Maybe sunblade. Yeah, that is a sunblade, or there's another like sunblade-like sword that basically it has a finesse property. It does radiant damage, um, so you can sneak attack with it, which is insane. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna sneak attack you with a lightsaber. It's the funniest fucking thing in the world. It's, it's like, great. Ow. I love it. The sunblade, yeah. the sunblade is finesse, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. All right, so that, that, like that's fucking hilarious to me. Like, 
know, nothing personnel, kid. Fucking <laughs> stab someone. Sunblade is a finesse longsword. Hey, there you go. Yeah, so, so okay, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I think they could very easily do a lot of really interesting shit with a lot of their weapons. Yeah. Um, we talked like, about. I, like, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mentioned too with the uh, the three. Again, I wish there was more. But like the three feet specifically for bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Those are so fucking good. They're like, if I play a martial character, I'm gonna take one of those feats regardless. They're so they're just that good. Um, but I do wish kind of like I know in the player handbook, they have the elemental adapt feat, which I uh, I don't remember if it adds damage or I think it lets you reroll ones on elemental damage, but like something more flavorful or something cooler that you can do with, you know, the other magic damage types because there's fucking 12 of them. Like, I don't know, like uh, if I shoot a magic missile and deal force damage with it, uh, I don't know. I can knock a guy back or some shit. Like you can do yeah, kind of different things. Like you get someone in, inflict with burning, you know, for if you shoot them with a fire spell, or they're slowed for a round if you deal cold damage. You know, some some little little tidbit things you can you can this do. This is a weird discussion on species, right? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that does play into right, like. People are like, uh, you know, something, something variant human feet. But like, I, I think I'm not the only one who said this. I think just everyone should get a feet at level one. And like, I know they're doing that now. And one D&D is not yeah, yeah, whatever. But like, yeah, it comes with the background instead of your, uh, yeah. your race I, lineage. I personally just I would be happy genuinely if every if if they put like whatever you want to call it, racial feats, whatever it is for every class and just be like, you can pick either the like melee, like the the melee ones, like the crusher, slasher, piercer, or these. Or and then you can have like you can do what they're doing now, right? Where you have like a small list, so it's like oh, you know, uh, elves can take the elf racial ones or a couple magic, like a couple generic, a couple magic. Uh, gnomes can take their racial ones, a couple like generic, couple magic. You know, like well, I think just with do that those- across the board. Um, I think in one of the play tests, because they are now they're going to break up level one feats to level four feats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anything that gives an ability score is now considered a level four feat, which a majority of the racial feats are level four feats now. Because they all, I, I think maybe except for one or two off the top of my head, I don't remember. Most of them give a plus one bonus to some stat. So now they're level four feats. Yeah, that's not, dumb as I fuck. I don't think they're going to be doing level eight feats. From what I remember, that that'd be cool if they did, but I don't think they want to go so far down the feet tier list. I think Jawcrawl mentioned that a while ago too. I don't well, because it's untenable, right? Because it's like making an official statement that they weren't going to do. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it it gets really weirdly noodly because a lot of games end at like, for example, level eight, and it's like, why do I have to be level eight to get sharpshooter? It's like, um. Because it's like, well, I don't like that fucking reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I think it's really dumb that they made racial feats a level four thing. I think it's weird that your well, no, they, feral well, tiefling just grows fucking wings randomly at level four. Yeah. Again, this isn't like official official yet, but if you were to use the backwards compatibility, now they would technically be level four feats. 
Yeah, Isaiah, what you're, what you're talking about, the only reason the racial feats were a quote-unquote level four thing is because you just didn't get your first feat rules as written until level four. It's not that they specifically designed the racial feats with any kind of level lock. It's just that's when you get your first feat. But what, what they're doing with one D, what they're doing with the rules refresh is that they are specifically giving leveled feats now. Not so it's, it's not the same thing. You guys are talking about two two separate things. Fair enough. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All that to say, give just give every race a feat at level one. Fuck it. They did. They're doing They're it now. They're giving yeah. all characters a feat at level one. Remember, yeah. remember Look, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the backgrounds. Talk, I, yeah, give I'm a feat. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm not talking about the rules. I'm talking about the DMs. Well, the rules are going to. It's the DM. Yeah, but you know, there's going to be people who are like, no, I just don't want them to have like, No, fuck it. Just give it to them. Who cares? Fuck it. It's, it's not going to be as bad as you think. I promise. It's OK. The feats won't hurt you. They can't. I don't really know who you're attacking. This OK. I don't know. I don't if know if someone feels attacked, you, but okay. Nobody. But if someone does feel attacked, good. <laughs> uh, I am attacking. Damn. But uh, on that note, I guess we'll, we'll end things off with the, my last little little quirky question. Uh, how do you guys feel about limiting races for certain campaigns? This is not. This was not the question to end on, Matt. This could be Probably an not. hour-long discussion, all of it. It's I, try and try and sum it up in in in, uh, in, a, in a sentence or two, Josh, if you can. I no, like Dragonlance. No, you know what, Isaiah? <laughs> you know what, Isaiah? Have your fun. I'm not even gonna. Go ahead. Go ahead, bud. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I now I feel like I'm being called out. <laughs> Well, because I know we don't agree on this, so you go first. Yeah, so? Who cares? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, go no, first. I say, I say fuck it. I let someone play what they want to play, man. Like, it's not that big a deal. And if, you, if you're if you really, really against it, like, straight up, your players are the, 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 like, they're the PCs. You can just be, you can do the fucking, the, the, I think it's the, Matt Coville with the Mercer wanting to be a Dragonborn and be like, well, you are literally the only Dragonborn. Yeah. But it goes both ways, right? It, it does. It goes both ways because you can't be the only Dragonborn and expect to be treated fairly or nicely or any of these things. You're, you know, you are in some way being kind of a hassle. You have to expect and not not overly so, right? There's there's an, a, there is a, a sweet spot of you're you're gonna be haranguing it. You're gonna get harangued. It is what it is. Were Does you that the one who? That... Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm? No, I, I didn't mean. I was gonna say, were you the one who told the story about the dragonborn who? Yeah, oh, he's the only dragonborn in his land. Went to a bar. Two guys mentioned something. They're like, "Oh, fucking, you know, uh, scale skin. What are you doing here?" And then the player's like, "Hey, man, I feel really uncomfortable with the racism in the game going on. So I'm just gonna dip out." And it's like, but I, but I told you that people were gonna think you're a weirdo because you're playing a giant lizard man we we talked about no that about wasn't this. me yeah no, no, that, no that was not me no no um oh shit i'm trying i fuck i gotta remember who i taught like maybe this was a green text video instead that seems like a green text video yeah again like but, you can do it tax yeah. i i have been on the uh, i've been on the end of like being discriminated against in a game to the point where it did not feel like it was a part of the game i've i've been there for sure yeah um 
But that just comes from the fact that it was like never ending. There was like never a moment where a person could be a decent human being and they were just gripped by their racism. That's when it's like way too much. But fucking Elden Ring, it's like, oh, no maidens. It's like, yeah, you fucking know I have no maidens. Okay. Yeah, there's like a healthy amount, right? If you go to like an upper crust aristocracy place and they're like, "Mm, we don't serve your kind here. And you're like, whoa, that's a little (laughs) ridiculous. But if you go like, you know, I fucking killed a dragon. I have a whole dragon horde in my bag of holding. What do you have? Yeah. Nothing. And even then, people who are bad people can be easily uh, bribed. Or it's like, oh, you don't want this diamond I got from a dragon sword? And they're like, Ooh, a dragon sword, you say. Hmm. Come inside, sir. No, I'm sorry for my transgression. Would you like some tea? You know, like, That's what there's I ways to get thought. around stuff like that. And if, like, if you're really against it, like, really, you're like, nope. No dwarves in my campaign. Just don't let it. It's not going to happen. I think it is what it is, and mm-hmm. I think players, I get it, you had an idea. It might it may have been a damn good idea, but maybe next time, you know, the world will not end because you didn't get to play a dwarf in the fantasy game. Yeah. You know, you, like it's like yeah. it, much like all things, it's got to go both ways. You got to give and you got to take, you know, if the DM is like no one uses the fucking crusher feet and you're like, OK, DM, I really want to play a dwarf. And I also want the crusher feet. So can we like meet halfway? Mm-hmm. The game is about diplomacy, fam. If you can't be diplomatic, what's the point? I wish more people read the section in Ebron. I'm, I'm going to try and find it. Before. Yeah, it's too late. Just, just read the first chapter of Ebron Rising from Last Word. In there, it literally talks about, uh, listen, here are the ra- you know player's handbook races and then the Ebron races like Warforge and Changelings and Kalistar, the fucking weird fucking not angel people like it's like hey you know maybe it's like there are even though this book says there are no kenku or there are no um goliaths you know fine you there are plenty of space in this world that you can add them in it is okay and then he gives you like you know ideas of like here where, where you can put like a race here or there but he's like you know do what you want it's your campaign fuck it doesn't matter I wish more people kind of would read that section and be like, yeah, no, it is my campaign. Yeah, I can do it, whatever I want. Doing whatever you want means you can also tell players no. True. Even that. Yeah. Even if, yeah. And if you want to do that, you, that's fine too. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I said, be diplomatic about it. Yeah. Don't just be like, I hate dwarves. So no dwarves allowed. It's like, you know, come come up with something. Like I don't, I don't know. Say you know, do the fucking uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, there are no dwarves because years ago some some bad shit happened, and now they all disappeared for a magical reason. Maybe they travel forth in the future. Who knows? I That's don't for you think to most GMs are are denying races simply because me no likey. No, most, most of, of the, the time, time it's, it's because yeah. they have an idea for their setting and a particular race just doesn't work or fit. So they mm-hmm. say, no, you can't play it because I have a very particular idea. And I've said this a million times, but if a player is really, really, really deeply invested in playing a particular species or a particular class, maybe 
I mean, classes, I think, restricted classes, I think you have a harder argument because A, there's less of them, and B, the idea of the classes are much more genericized and can be re recontextualized in lots of ways. But yeah. if a player is particularly set on playing a particular species, that was a dumb sentence. If a player is deeply set on playing a particular species, and you as the GM say no, there are no Dragonborn in my setting, for example, and the player's like, I really want to play a Dragonborn, and then you say, okay, why are you so attached to playing a Dragonborn? Why are you so attached that you're arguing with me about this? Because if you're arguing with me, it must mean you have a good reason for wanting to play the thing. And the person goes, I really love the Dragon Breath ability. I think it's super sick, and I want the elemental resistance. Okay, what if you play a human who is a genetically modified person who has weird dragon powers? Or maybe you play a sorcerer and your draconic heritage comes through in the dragon breath and the weird elemental resistance or something along those lines. Yeah. Get down to why they want to play a particular species. And at the end of the day, if a GM is like, no, I don't want that species there because I have a very particular thing about my world. For example, there are no war forge because that form of technology just doesn't work for the situation I have come up with. Maybe it's some sort of post-apocalypse situation where the war forge idea would just not have lasted. Mm. Trust your GM that they're doing it for the sake of they have an interesting idea. Don't assume they're doing it to be an asshole. Yeah, you have to ask them and talk to them. Assume they're like- doing it because they have a cool idea or they have something compelling that they're trying to do. And then go, okay, so if you're trying to do this, but I want to do this, what if I do this and this instead? Okay, that might work. Like, you can have the conversation about it, like, you know, retooling a Warforged to be like, what if I'm like a weird super soldier human? That could work. Yeah. Who, like, doesn't need to sleep and is immune to poison. Yeah, that could that's like work. part of reflavoring. That's basically just yeah, like a reflavoring. You, know, you can you yeah. can find if they are deeply attached to a particular thing, you can figure it out. And also, if you're like, no, 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 I want to play a robot man, and I as the GM am saying, no robot men, then you need to give me I need you to give me a reason. Or not a, not a reason. I need you to give me an interesting narrative for why you're the robot man. Don't just be like, because robot man, cool, because I'm going to tell you no. But if you come up with a really interesting story idea or a hook for in which the character can fit into the setting where initially I had said no, but you had such a cool idea that I'm like, all right, I could do something with that. I will make that fit in. So you're like, you know, I want to play a Warforge. There's no Warforge. Okay, what if I'm essentially this particular you mentioned this one crazy wizard guy who rules a kingdom right yes i did okay what if i'm one of his weird golem experiments that got away okay now we're talking now i could do something with that as opposed Mm -hmm. to just i want to play cool robot let me play cool robot why because i said so all right well then fuck you no (laughs) yeah try and build a a story like if you can be willing if you can work it into the setting that i have presented to you now we've gone from no, you're not allowed to. Oh, this is actually probably more interesting than whatever you were thinking before because you're working within constraints. And at the end of the day, I've said this a million times, working within constraints often makes more interesting products or more interesting. I'm going to say more interesting art because products are the devil. We don't like the word products here. 
Or are you more interesting say art? <laughs> no, I'm just agreeing with Josh. Have a dialogue. Be willing to discuss it and don't be so firm in your opinion to be unable to budge no matter what. Yeah, both sides. Like, yeah. I, I was pretty... Um, when I did my game, I was... Because, you know, Hellscapes only has three races, right? You have a normal person, which is a tribal, a mutant, which in case you're basically an X-Man, and a bestial, which is you're basically a furry. And I know my players. I know you. I know all of you very well. Let's all be furry half so we can them fuck were, each other. Yes. Half of them... Well, no. <laughs> but half of them did want to play bestials, and I was like, yeah. mm, all right, this is going to get ridiculous. These deals are not that common. Y'all can play one or like, two. So I said there there could there was um one straight up bestial. And then one person I was like, if you want to have a second one, technically, you can do a mutant who has an animal-like trait, but that is not what they are. They are treated differently in the setting for several different reasons. Not like behaviorally, like, oh, I'm gonna treat you better. But the world affects you differently. And the players went with that. And uh, they got what they wanted. It's just, you know, you present rules and allow for some wiggle rules with wiggle wiggle room within those rules. And most players are totally fine. Yeah, you, those are constraints, those are constraints you made. And those constraints made the players have to think about it in a more complex way than they would have probably done yes, before. I'm agreeing. Yeah. So, yeah, give them constraints yeah. and then but. Be willing to wiggle. Don't be like, nope, nope, no, no, and no. It's like, oh. it's not very collaborative. Like, you got to help. Come on, work them here. That being yeah. said, oh. with some of the 5e races, I mean, if your GM is like, I'm sorry, but I just fucking hate Aragon. I, there's some pretty goofy ones out there. So there's a couple of them where I'm like, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Listen, the Bunny Boys are... are- Timeless. I, I don't so. know. If you're if you're playing in Faerun, it's the Heron Gunner, they're Fey, right? Yeah, basically. Y'all seen the fucking walking rabbit? I was like, no, walk, shut the fuck up, bro. You're drunk. Like, no, oh, no, yeah. No. I mean, if There's you're like playing the Heron you're probably the only Heron with a sword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kicked yeah. some dude in the mouth. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. And he then later on that day, they see the walking rabbit with a sword. And they're like, oh! <laughs> the walking rabbit just mm-hmm. did some martial arts on a man. Bro, what? Yeah. Do you eat some mushrooms in the woods? What are you? He's fighting about? all the bandits in town. Should, should, do we cheer him on? Do, do we like the walking rabbit? I I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I think he's on yeah. our team. Like, well, the blacksmith is a giant, you know, talking bird. So, I mean, I I guess we're cool with animal people. <laughs> bird, bird people. That's fine. Rabbit people. I draw the line. I don't know about that. Too far. Yeah, rabbit there. people are too far. <laughs> There are some that I like, you know, hi, me, the gun guy, uh, guns in 5e. There are some where even I'm like, if not every campaign has a Warforged, I get it. There's a couple specifically Warforged. But if you want to make like most games, golems are pretty fantasy. So if you want to be just an iron golem and use the stats for Warforged, I'd like. That's that seems pretty Look, fair, you know. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a there are some five E races that are just they're a little bit much for me to swallow. Fairies, paragons, Aracocra to a certain degree. What about the GIF? The GIF the hippo people. Oh, the no, GIF? not the GIF. GIF. The, no, yeah, the wait, wait, GIF. GIF or GIFTA? <laughs> no, GIF. Which would, 
Hippos. The, the, hippos. Oh, the, hippos. Alien. the hippos are okay. too much. Basically, all of the Spelljammer races, I'm going to say no by default unless you give me a good reason. Like, Astral Elves, Autonones, Gif, Hadazi, Plasmoids, and Thrycreen are fucking bananas. See, the, the Thrycreen, I can see. I can kind of see the Because they're kind of giant bug Yeah, they're people, weird bug monsters. So it's like, yeah, like. I think, I, I don't know. See, I'm someone where it's like, I want to play a Gif, and it's like, no. It's like, well, okay, but think, hear me out. Think about it. Spelljammer exists, and the DM's like, yeah, uh-huh. It's like, GIF are, are Spelljammers. And they're like, yeah. It's like, what if my character crashed his ship and is stuck here now uh, and is like, yeah, oh, but- my God, why are you a bunch of hillbillies? Where's my magic elevators? <laughs> Like, well, but then I have to <laughs> yeah. then I have to concede that the spell jammers are real in my setting, which I might not want to do. You know, like I might not want to mm. have that be a thing in my like the whole astral sea situation. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's a lot. It's a lot to swallow. Yeah. They is, also yeah, get, get I, firearm I'm, mastery. Let's not forget about that one. They do. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, but I, again. Guns in five. Hashtag just, guns in five. Yeah, but what the GIF have are not the normal gun situation. The GIF have like late, like 17, 1800s, like muskets. Yeah, they have like, re- they, yeah, they have like repeater pistol, like, uh, uh, like Remington's. They've got like lever actions. So, no, no, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But the idea that they're like, if, you know, if they, you handle a musket and they're like, God, is this where you hillbillies are at in terms of technology? Fuck. I, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like. It, I don't know. I just. I just love the idea of a gift being stuck on Faerun being like, God, what I wouldn't give for a shower. And everyone's like, what's a shower? And he's just screaming internally. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, the auto gnome, I think, is that that's an easy reflavor of just a golem again. Um, Plasmoid. I mean, I don't know. Maybe send it. Plasmoid's se- pretty easy for me. Gelatinous it's, it's cube. Just the, give it sentience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wizard experimented on a gelatinous cube for a wife, and then you know the plasmoid grew booba. Like it's fine. It's, I man, that's a I don't know, man. Pla- if you're inviting plasmoid into your game, though, it's gonna get weird. I it's only yeah. a matter of time. I'm gonna play a plasmoid. It's it's gonna happen, and it's a I'm lot. gonna Same. do it's a lot. Everything that you think I would do to, with a plasmoid, yeah, just. I mean, I would say I'm okay with astral elves, but I'm just gonna say you're just an elf. And just give you the astral elf stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say, right? Because uh, Elid- elves are descendants of Eldrin, which are Fey elves. So it's like, hey, bud, where are you? It's like, I, I don't know. Hey, hey, uh, per- like wizard professor man, what am I? It's like, well, you're definitely not an Eldrin. I don't know where the hell you're from. And you're like, oh. Well, I mean, I I'm adopted. Even, yes. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I wouldn't even from. necessarily do that. I might. I would just be like, you're an elf, but you can get all the traits of the astral elf, and I don't know. Maybe you look a little bit weirder, but like, you're just an elf yeah. for the most part, you know. I yeah, mean, I don't the, the star eyes or whatever. Yeah. The hat is I, I, I can't. I, the hat is here too much. I can't with the monkey people. They're too much. Return to monkey. They're too much. I can't. Maybe 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 let's not joke about the hat is here. They're, they're a little touchy subject. I, they are, but I just the hat. Oh, the owlin are also a lot. For I don't know why. Okay. Bird okay. People. No. 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 How are you going to be weird about the owlin when the arrow croaker exists? I know. I know. Or Kenku. I, don't know, I know. I know. I don't know what it is about owlin specifically that feel weird to me. I can't explain it. 
I, all right. I, I think any of the animal person races, I'm pretty much like me personally, as far as I'm running a game, I, I can't justify, right, in my own head. I can't be like... Well, it makes total sense that an, that a Kenku exists, but like an owl person, absolutely not, or like a hell and, and a hippo person, absolutely not. It just it feels weird to me, you know. I, I, it's like I guess. why do these animals ascend to the level of sentience, and these don't? That's like almost weirdly reverse problematic in it's a way. Just, you know? I, I, it's just it's just the setting. I don't know. It's just the setting of the Forgotten Realms has just become so much like everything soup, everything in the kitchen sink soup fantasy that like it's so much it's just it's a degree where i'm just like this is just a lot you know like they just throw yeah. everything in there and i'm like guys have a they vision just, have a specific vision and they're I like think no it's, it's totally fantasy. fair yeah i don't know it, it, for, it's weird right because the forgotten realms only ever focuses on the sword coast except for that one time where they went to chult right uh the planet well, is Goes to Salt Marsh. They actually went to um, uh, what was the setting that Gary made? Fuck, the old school Greyhawk. one, Greyhawk. Yeah. All right, but that's cool. So like, you do go other places, but I, like, the planet is so big. I know, that, but like, I just don't. I just don't like. I don't. I, I just don't like the world building of the Forgotten Realms. I hate that it's just f- fucking every- everything goes fantasy. <laughs> like it's it's just so it's just so much. It's just so much. Uh, like that being said, like I, I I will agree with you insofar as there are some where I'm like, let's probably not have these in like a typical setting. Like um, like I love the Kalishtar, but they are, and you can do like a they're very just a person with two. Yeah, like I've I've played a, a, a setting agnostic Kalishtar where you're just a human being with two souls, right? Like I were I yeah. I sort of did it as two people who were best friends died at the same time. And they basically combined into a like a revenant that looks like both people but one person, and like uh, people are uncomfortable. Read part nine, eight, part eight. Uh, I actually have not read part eight. Hilariously. Part eight. Oh, oh um, well, because that that is yeah. basically what happens. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I know. I know it is. But yeah. So like, he's got four balls. I, I, he does oh. have four balls. <laughs> I've read like sorry. I I've played as a Kalishtar, and even I'm like, yeah, these would be rough to just insert. You I know. Think, I think the Gith Yankee are. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. They absolutely are. Like, there is a very good reason why Lazel is very specific in the way that she is and in, in acts because she is, in all meanings of the word, an alien. Oh no, no, yeah. she's. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even think you realize that yet. She is treated like an alien, a hundred percent. She <laughs> is. She's literally a tall green. Yes, she is. she is tall and lanky and green. Like yes, she's a, people yeah. are gonna look at her and be like, "Are you just a tall goblin or she's a skinny <laughs> orc?" And she's like, "What the fuck are either of those?" She's a she's a tall white, but they just hue shifted her a little bit. Yeah, and if you and guys like, know they, your alien lore, <laughs> yeah, and but they like they do treat her differently. I they think do, that's yeah. one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, it, there's a, I, I think as a the general rule. To sum all this up, you can have 99% of the races in there, but you as the player have to A, do the work for it. I'm this is, and I, I'm straight up agreeing with Josh. You have to either do the work for it and, you know, 
don't be surprised when there are no other gift Zarai hanging out with you. You can't <laughs> I mean, go home. Yes. Yeah. You are yeah. you are, you know, stranded in the Forgotten Realms, if that's where you're playing, or wherever, like you th- there are concessions that you need to make. And it can be a little annoying, for sure. I'm not gonna pretend that mm-hmm. it isn't, but that's what the dialogue is, right? That's that's where the concessions go. You want yeah. this thing that isn't allowed normally? Sure, but you you, you don't you don't get to have your cake and eat it too. Mm. Straight up, I like. I, I I just yeah. I mean, for me, I have to come to the to the 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 concession that five E is not gonna do the thing I want from a fantasy setting. So if I'm going to play it, I have to just deal with that and take it as it comes. <laughs> right? He's pulling like, a Thanos. He's doing a Thanos. Fine. I'll do it myself. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if I'm making my own fantasy, I'm going to be much more tightly controlled about types of, like, creatures and stuff that show up. But 5e is not that, and I have to just sort of accept that. But it's hard sometimes. Is That's really what I'm getting at. I have to accept that there's bunny people, but that doesn't mean I like the bunny people. <laughs> I think, so you talked about this before, or maybe it was you, it was someone else. Um, mm. I saw it, I saw somebody do it. I'm not going like, to, I don't know. But they were like, if you have a party, right? Let's say your party is four people. You can separate the races, and then this is a thing in the game where you can the race. Some of the races are separated into how likely they will be seen in a town, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Rarities so of races. It's like I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to play a Herringon? Okay. That's in the literally one in a million. You're the only okay. One, one of you can play a Herringon. Oh, you want to play a Tiefling? All right. Well, that's one in ten. So one, two, two people can play Tieflings. Elves, you can have as many elves as you want. Humans, as many, like, is yeah. that, like, you know, are people going to, uh, like, agree with that on mass? Maybe not. But, again, it's about the dialogue. You're allowed to do it, but, you know, yeah. I, as much as I love the goon squad of playing <laughs> no standard races, I think that's hilarious. I, yeah, come on, guys. You know, like... Yeah. It's funny because even my my group right now, two players are actually players handbook races, which is funny as shit because there's Wild. so many fucking options and Strixhaven such a, you know, multiverse your school where anything goes. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Strixhaven and I got a high elf and a, and a halfling. <laughs> Strixhaven is a type of game where I'd be like, I don't know. Basically, anything goes. Yeah, that's 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 weird magic college mentality. It, you know, what? it's actually it's really funny because I'm known for playing the weird stuff. But let it be said that I have as many humans, straight up Steve McDudemans and (laughs) Stacy McLadymans as I have weird things. I love playing (laughs) humans. Straight up. I do. I love playing humans. I I love the character. It's not even like out of their, their comfort zone. I think it's really cool and interesting and poetic to play a human who are kind of seen as boring and kind of blank, you know, blank slate and get to interact with characters who have really cool, rich, like lore that the DM made for them and all this other stuff. Or like, Mm. 
I, I love the, the, the Freyren thing, right? Like the elf in love with the human. It's like, you, I'm gonna die. You're not gonna die for a long time. I love that. That's that's so amazing and tragic. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously you get the really funny stuff, like, you know, an orc marrying a gnome and you're like, ha. Huh. <laughs> yeah. You like no what what is it? Uh uh Holga, what is her was he a gnome or was he he was a gnome, right? He wasn't a halfling. I think he was a I, think I, he I was don't a know gnome. if they specified Brad, actually. But yeah, yeah but yeah, Brad, actually, like the the Holga and Bradley, Bradley Cooper's, Cooper. I love that shit. Yeah. She is he, gnomes live to like 450. That's funny and and depressing for so many reasons. Well, it's the same energy uh, as the Krogans and the Asari boning in Mass Effect. It's the same kind of shit where you're like, hmm, yeah, interesting. Or all the Salarians, because Salarians die at like 40. And oh, Asari I they lives... Were, I, huh? I thought Salarians died earlier than that. I thought they only lived to like 20. They li No, they lived to like 40, but Asari lived to like 1,000. So, oh, you know. yeah, well, because it isn't Samara like over she's 500? Like, yeah, 500 like or something. Yeah. Well, no, she's, she's not that ancient. I mean, she's a matriarch, but she's like 500 something. She's like halfway through. <laughs> she's 50, basically. What the fuck? Yeah, sorry, I live like a thousand years. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's funny because everyone's like, oh, Isaiah's gonna play the wacky woohoo shit. I'm like, I have a lot of humans. Thank you. My huh? first two characters were humans. Shit, Luca was a human. He was a mystic, but he was still a human. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't give you any, any shit necessarily about playing the funny guy because I gave you carte blanche permission to play Warforge, so. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll wrap it up with that. Uh, Josh, you want to hit him with the, the outro plug? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let that Roxy along that way. Uh, that's funny. Good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, to Eat your next vegetables. Week where we... Read the yeah. Bible and take your vitamins or whatever the fuck Hulk Hogan used to say. Sure. Oh, what's the what's the thing from fucking Rango? Oh. Uh, or it's like brush your hair. What is it? Brush your teeth, comb your hair and burn everything but Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. That movie's a gem. I love that fucking movie. It's a good movie. So it's much. a good fucking movie. <laughs> All right. Oh, now I'm gonna play a cowboy lizard folk. It's my next character. You absolutely should. I'm so down for this idea. Please. That'd be great. I'll, I'll put it to the list of all my other characters. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. All right. Uh, all right. So,